When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. people it is thursday the 9th of february welcome to tda the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture and it's your iconic duo it's your favorite too i'm joking um <laughs> they really are though well, okay um let's introduce ourselves it's your boy big Moss from the east side of the bridge morning people good morning and it is your favorite shade queen my own royalty well, well, man. how are you I'm all right, man. Yeah? I'm all right. Rested, ready for the world. Love that. Ready to go. Mm. Why are you cruising on the motorway this morning? You know when... Okay, context. So, Mark and I went away here, obviously, in separate vehicles. And then I heard a beep here, but I'm like, who is beeping? Is that a dual carriageway, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I'm like, who's beeping on a dual carriageway at this time of the morning? Because basically, my, the pastor I was listening to had just said something, and I was like, mm. I felt that one in my soul. You listen to prayers? I listen to sermons every morning. Gets me going for the world. Very occasionally, I'm in like an R&B mood. Okay. I'm singing my heart out. And sometimes I listen to like worship songs as well, but I like to start my morning very like zen and quiet. And sometimes I drive in quiet as well. All over my house, 50 minutes. Silence. Sometimes you gotta have a good conversation with yourself, you get me? Honestly, yeah, you do. Um, yes, yeah, so I heard a beep and I was like, who the hell is beeping at this time of the morning? But the beep was like closer because it was right next to me. <laughs> did you see my face when I turned? Well, first you tried to pretend like you couldn't hear it. I didn't. I did. I was trying to pretend I couldn't hear it. I thought, see, I don't know who you're beeping at, but it's not me. Because people beep at me, I take offense to people beeping at me. You're one of them scared drivers. You think someone could beep next to me and I'm not, look, like you kept your head straight. And I'm like, you can hear this shit. Like, <laughs> <look>. <laughs> no, no, I'm not scared. You're just not beeping at me. Don't you? How dare you beep at me? I think it's my ego. Okay. Because I knew, when I was thinking, I'm not in the wrong either. You know what? Well, you know when people, when you're driving as well, and people flash you? Yeah. If you flash me, I'm not moving. Why? Because I may have wanted to move before, but the fact that you just flashed me now, I'm moving. Don't flash me. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's cool to get out of the way. Yeah, but... But sometimes they're moving too, like... It's like, if you're eager. moving so eager, go around me. Like, if you're go in such around. of a rush, you do it. Because you're, I don't know what you think this is. Because I will always move out of the way anyway. If I see... Sometimes you can just see. I'm like, mm, that person doesn't crack. And I just don't want problems. Not today. You know what I mean? Not today, Satan kind of vibe. But if I'm going to move out of the way anyway, but if, you, if you're like this one centimetre from my bumper and you're flashing me, I don't even flash you like one time. It's like, flash, 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 flash. I'm like, no, I'm not moving. Come and move me then. You know what I do? I won't move, yeah? Mm. 
and then I wait for them to go into the middle lane to yeah. go around me. Yeah. Then I accelerate. <laughs> I do that. I do that as well. I do that as well. So you know that I could have been, I could have gone, actually could have gone faster. I just didn't want to because I wanted to be annoying. Because yeah. you were pissing me off. I like being annoying. So a woman tried beefing me in the street this morning. Is it? She's sick. She drove past the gap. She seen me coming and she tried to drive past the gap and then give me the hands telling me to go back. I said, it's impossible. I'm not moving. Not impossible? Yeah, I said, it's impossible. She just sat there and she tried to, she tried to, um, I can't remember what she tried to do. Like mm. She just tried to like look all nonchalant like she don't care. Mm, that she didn't care. But someone's going to And I was just, and I was just like, you don't know who you're dealing with, man. <laughs> I just turned the engine off. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I just turned the engine off. I'm still sitting there. And then people behind her mm-hmm. tried to support her and tried to double down. So then two more cars came behind her. So now she's looking. She's saying, look, man, and you got to go back. Now all three of you got me back. I just got in the car and I just said, excuse me, everybody. If you've got, no, you got somewhere to go this morning, you're going to want to turn around because I swear to God, I am not moving. You get me? And the DHO man's look at me, say, brother, I said, brother, listen to me. I'm not moving. And she wind the window down. She's like, rrr, rrr. she's like, oh, I got my kid. I said, I never knew you had no kid in the car. I said, first of all, I don't give a fuck that you got a kid in the car. I'm not moving. So if that kid's going to school or somewhere, you, you, be, you better pull into that. <laughs> you get me? And they're there, and they're looking at me like crazy. I just said, I said, sorry, everybody. I said, I've got somewhere to go to, but I don't mind. I don't give a fuck. I'll be late. You don't need to understand. I will be late. You get me? I'm not moving a muscle. I was just sat on the side of the road. <laughs> you came out and did an announcement. Yeah, yeah, I had to let them know because you know it is. They, the other ones weren't involved, so I just had to just give them. Oh, give an update. Yeah, yeah. yeah this I had to is let why them you're know. in this situation. I was like, all oh, you lot, but the black, yeah, mm. you're not going anywhere. So your man would have reversed. You might, you lot might want to turn around. Yeah. And I said, me and you. I said, there's not even no point in talking. You could do whatever you want to do in life. I got, I got no control of what you want to do, but I'm not moving. And she moved. Of course she did. Oh, I Love wouldn't be that. here. I wouldn't be here now. <laughs> You'd still be there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, God, I'd still be there now. I won't move in. I don't, no, to do a truck tried to do that to me the other day. They always will learn. And even if I have to move, it will be for, I won't move for like an hour. Like, we'll both lose. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll, so our time's going to be wasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll both lose. If I'm the one that has to move, I'll do it then. But it will be like after an hour or something. I'm at inconvenience. Mm. I love that. I love that level of pettiness. Yeah. Take it all the way to the... I love that. To the brim. I remember I did that one time. And then the guy, some other guy came out and he was like, oh, please. Because <laughs> I was literally around the corner from my house. And then it was a bus driver. But he was like, he was an African, um, he was an African, he was an uncle. And I said, no, because yeah, a lot of you uncles have a lot of pride and arrogance. Mm. And today I'm going to, and my car's little. So I said, I can wait. Yeah, no, my I'm new ones. The, I'm around the corner from my, my house. new ones getting out of the car because before I just used to turn the engine off, but like, you know, like the way the engines are quiet and thing, I don't think they can tell my engines off. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Like, so I don't think you know my engines off. You need to off. know that. I've you intentionally need to know. You need to know. Moving. Yeah, so my new thing is I just leave the car there, I just get up and just chill on the side of the road. No, you don't. Yeah, I'll just chill, man. Like this car's not moving. I promise to God, it's not moving. Because the driver ain't in there. <laughs> How's it gonna move if I'm not in it? No, I love it. I love petty, like petty things when you drive, man. It's needed sometimes. Yes. It gets the people going. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> but so, no, that's funny, man. So that was my morning. That was your morning. But you had a very eventful morning. That's why I don't leave too early, man. I was thinking, this is Brentsful. <laughs> I swear to God, there was this guy, no, like, this is Brentsful. Because if I left at my normal time, I wouldn't experience, experience, I wouldn't this, experience foolishness. this foolishness. You know what I'm trying to say? That's why I leave when I leave, because I know who's on the roads. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> the mini faces. That's ne- actually ne- so funny. Never again. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> to be honest, if if it keeps him out of trouble, then you'd rather that. because yeah, he might have met a very stubborn um, reflection. 
It's kidding me because he will still so? be there right now. No, I hear that, but this stubborn reflection might not have wanted to wait patiently. He might have wanted to basically take action. Mm. And then he would have had to respond. Yeah, I'm well versed in the arts of, of Mortal Kombat, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. It had to be Anthony Joshua jumping out of that whip. I'd rather, uh, rather have you on the morning show than in Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you actually... One day, in the documentary, the TDA documentary one day, Brendan's going to have to be sat down and asked how on earth he came up with a bunch he came up with. <laughs> the stuff that I'm compiling for that Netflix documentary. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clip. Like it, each person is just a character. Crazy. Now you wonder why the guy man said he's gonna he wouldn't um save his kids. You already got kids. It's crazy. All right, guys, like the video. Kindly, thank you, kindly, and subscribe to the channel. Um that will be very helpful. And also, while you're there, you might as well share it. Is there a tweet up today? Yeah. There's a tweet up as well. If you go on our Twitter, the day after TNB, you can kindly let your lovely timeline know that we're over here giving you the news, giving you tea, giving you jokes. It's going to be a fun show. Let's get into our first headline. All right. All righty. You guys know, in TDA fashion, we are talking about Rishi Sunak first. <laughs> so Rishi Sunak has said there's nothing is off the table. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has said nothing is off the table after Volodymyr Zelensky, Zelensky, sorry, I think of the Afrobeat singer when I say that every time. So Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has said nothing is off the table after Vol Volodymyr, <laughs> sorry, you lost mad. I was practicing his name before we actually went on air. What is it? Is it Vlad? No, it's not. It's Volodi Volodymyr. Vlad. V O L O. He's so dramatic. Vol Why didn't you just say L V L O? Of V O L O. Volo. Yeah. Volo and then D Y M Y R. Volodymyr. Volodymyr. Yeah. Well, it sounds weird when I say it. Them names. That's a. That's a mouthful. Do you know what I mean? It's embarrassing me. All right. Let's start again. Take three. <laughs> Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has said nothing is off the table. After Zelensky <laughs> urged the UK to supply Ukraine with fighter jets, Ukraine's president, who was visiting the UK for the first time since Russia's invasion, expressed gratitude for the equipment received so far. But he warned that supplies were running out and that this could result in stagnation in the conflict. The UK is to start training Ukrainian forces to fly NATO standard jets. Downing Street has said um, Defence Secretary Ben Wallace is investigating what aircraft the UK could potentially offer, but if emphasised this was a long-term solution and that training pilots could take years. President Zelensky, Zelensky's surprise visit to the UK began with meetings in Downing Street, after which he addressed a huge crowd of MPs and peers in the historic setting of Westminster Hall. Freedom will win. We, will, we know Russia will lose. He told the audience, adding the UK was with his country on a march to the most important victory of our lifetime. Thanking the UK for its grit, he said the, the country, through its support of Ukraine, had not compromised the spirits and ideals of these great islands. He also singled out Boris Johnson for praise, saying the former president, sorry, former prime minister, had united others when it seemed impossible. Our next headline, um, there's been backlash over the appointment of Lee Anderson. So the appointment of Lee Anderson as a deputy chairman of the Conservative Party 
has sparked division online with many criticizing Rishi Sunak's choice. The Ashfield MP says he is extremely grateful to have been given the job as part of a small reshuffle of the Prime Minister's top team on Tuesday, February the 7th. Mr. Anderson will serve alongside the new chairman of the Conservative Party, Greg Hans MP, who has appointed the following sacking of Nadim Zahawi over his tax affairs. But news of Lee Anderson's new role provoked anger from some. Labour MP Zara Sultana wrote on Twitter, Lee Anderson MP has just been made deputy chair of the Conservative Party. He boycotted the England team because they took the knee and said people in poverty cannot budget and should cook 30p meals. That sound you can hear is the Conservatives scraping the barrel. Ooh, that's a good insult. That. And our last um, headline in the segment is Erdogan accepts there were some problems with Turkey's response to the earthquake. Turkey's president Recep Tayyip Erdogan has defended his government's response to two catastrophic earth earthquakes, saying it was impossible to prepare for the scale of the disaster. At least 12,000 people are confirmed dead in Turkey and northern Syria. Critics claimed the emergency services response was too slow and the government was poorly prepared. Mr Erdogan accepted the government had encountered some problems but said the situation was now under control. The leader of Turkey's main opposition party, Kemal, Kemal disagreed. If there is one person responsible for this, it is Erdogan, he said. The president rejected the accusation and said unity was required in the aftermath of the disaster. In a period like this, I cannot stomach people con conducting negative campaigns for political interest, he told the reporters in Haiti. Um, in S nearby Syria, relief efforts have been complicated by years of conflict that has destroyed the nation's infrastructure. The Bab al-Hawa crossing between Turkey and Syria has been closed since the earthquake as the roads were badly damaged. While a senior UN official said the road may soon be accessible, Turkey's foreign minister, Mevlut Kavulskul, um, confirmed the country was working to open two more border gates to help get aid into the country. Let's get into our What You Saying topic of the day. I drink my tea. <laughs> Let's see what E-Man's prepared for us today. If your flu's not killing you too much, you might want to call in. So, he said this is almost like a part two of yesterday's topic. What was yesterday's topic again? Um, value. Value. Mm. All right, cool. How many times have you heard Emmanuel say that he's sick since this particular show began? Just hazard a guess. As many seven. times as he said facts. Okay. About seven. Quite a lot, right? Mm. Ahead of times. Do you think that's, that's normal? No. No, it's a vegan diet. Yeah, it's the veganism. You sure? 100%. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't eat suya. He's weak men's. He is, right? Mm. 100%. And it's it's weird for a guy who was in the simp to be so dumb. So weak. Brent is actually, yeah. if you guys no, say Brent's face is killing me. He looks so <laughs> concerned. I'm, I'm just puzzled. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to see you, man. We need stronger men in this society, to be honest. Facts. Facts. You may step your pussy game up. <laughs> sort your immune system out, man. This is Honestly. crazy. It is terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh God, what can we do, man? It's the vegan diet, man. I'm telling you. Gotta be the vegan diet. You can get some get some chicken wings down you. Goddamn. Alright then. Well, let's unpack this quickly. Let's do it. What let's see this. What is some of the worst advice or ways to live your life you've heard? Have I have I received bad advice? Does it matter if you haven't used it? I'm thinking what? Of course not. Because that's why it's bad advice. I didn't use it. Hmm? 
That's exactly why you didn't use it, because it's bad advice. Wouldn't it have to implicate you? Wouldn't it have to be bad advice that you used and then now you know the repercussions of the bad advice? No, because you know sometimes people tell you stuff and you're like, that's some foolishness, that's some <laughs> bullshit. I'm like, how could you even tell me that? <laughs> how could you open your, how could you look at me, open your mouth and say that and expect me to take it on? And what you're saying, the advice was so bad. So stupid. That you didn't even need to use it. I left it right there. You already learned a lesson just I, from hearing yes, the bad advice. yes. Because I could see the lesson I thought you must... You were... Has anyone given you bad advice that you used? Yeah. When I was younger. You know your girls are like, oh, don't let him say that. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait, what did that lead to? I'm single. What do you mean? Oh, what did that <laughs> do you see me with an engagement ring on? Toby's Jamaican, sorry. <laughs> Brent's so dumb, you know. Brent is stupid. Brent's an egg. No, man said, don't let him say that. Okay, cool. What did he say? And you know this, I don't remember that. Oh, okay. Which Would one? that be um, where a lot of the bad advice comes from? Say, like, relationship stuff. So, like, your girls. You know, like, you're in a relationship, you're a single friend. Yeah, because, you know, what? with, like, life, they don't know much. So I, I, does, I'm not asking you about life. When, do you know what I mean? Like, we're the same age. We're experiencing mm. life together. So, you know, because I have different people that go to, for certain things. Do you think it comes from speaking to people that's unqualified then? We're talking, to, asking people for advice that's like, they're not qualified in the, in the field that you're asking advice from. Yeah, but that's why I don't, I don't then. So I, that's why I have different people that I speak to about different things. Because everyone's got their strengths. Okay. So if I know that you, this is where your strength lies, I will come to you with an issue in that area. If your strength don't lie in there, and I, and I tell you, on my head be the repercussions. So you've got people that you can rely on that you're going to yeah. get would you put someone that gives you bad advice in that group to, like to offset it like the balance if that makes sense like when you're going around looking for opinions and advices you know mm. let me call this idiot because see how good that advice was <laughs> <laughs> let me see what foolishness they're going to say to me just quickly so i know how good this other stuff is, is that is that you know what sometimes <laughs> sometimes you're just running by them i'm not even asking for advice but you know sometimes some people, you don't ask them for advice very often. So when you tell them a problem, they're so excited. What about, yeah, if you run it by them, yeah? Mm. So you'll say, like, if, I can't explain it. Someone who you know is going to say the wrong thing, if that makes oh, yeah. sense. So then when they say it, you're like, yep, I knew that. I was, knew, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, that's not, that's not what I want to do. I knew, like, thank it's you. Like, it's, it's almost like they confirm. That's, this is that, why yeah, I should not yeah. be doing it. I give them the idea, they're like, yeah, that's a yeah. great idea. No, nope. Yep, that's Thanks. not a bad idea. Thank you. And now, yeah. <laughs> now I know. Now I know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> this is a terrible you know, you know idea. Because some things you know you should not do. You actually that you know you should not do. So you kind of need a confirmation. You know, like I say, there's certain things if I wanted to do, for example, say if I could say for example, someone to fly me out. I have friends, sensible friends. I'll be like, you could get trafficked. Mm. But I also have friends who were like, listen, life is for the living, girl. <laughs> Live it up. So you know what I mean? And it works for the same with bad advice. But you know that you know what? I should not do this. And then once that person says, yeah, go ahead and do it. It's like, yeah, man. So what do you do in that circumstance? I laugh because I'm justified. <laughs> no, as in the whole flying out um, example. Because um, you, you can legitimately you get different responses from your friends. Legitimately. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I put myself in some dangerous situations and in the to past. to be honest, legitimately both like pieces of advice is yeah. solid, dependent on, Boy, on, on your mm, outlook. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Do you know what I would do? I would then have one person who's sensible. I'll be honest, say, say for example, I told to my friends here, yeah, I'll come to you. About Brent, it's what I'm thinking about doing. See, but even though I'll say, yeah, you use it as a parameter, yeah, to go the opposite way, yeah, 
don't you know, don't you sometimes, yeah, go to the person with a bad advice that's going to indulge you when you want to hear it? Yes, exactly. Like when you know, like you something yes, that you know you Marks. shouldn't do, but you go, yes. you talk to your wild friend who's on it, and then they push you over the edge to do it. You just needed that little. I just needed, I needed that confirmation. Just that little push. Just yeah, yes. fuck it, do it, man. Like yes, just, there are people. Yes, and unfortunately, yes. Does, does it end bad or good though? It ends how it's meant to end. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just ends how it ends how you knew it was going to end, but you were willing to take that risk anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get like that sometimes. There's sometimes I, I, I want to do something and like... I know he's going to co-sign this. Yeah, like, say like... What's an example? Say like I wanted to be... There's an item of clothing or something that I wanted. And I'm thinking, mm. Mm, this is a bit pricey. Can you justify I've this? I've got a friend that I can call that can make me buy it. Yes. Because he's... Yes. You get me? Well, you got a friend he's, as well that you know you can call her, but like... That's there, save your money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So really it just depends to serve the purpose that you want. Yeah, and you knew, who who you, you, were, you knew what you were doing when you called the person who told you was gonna who was gonna encourage you to buy it. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you just need that little just a little Yeah, they need it for every friendship group, man. Just a little nudge. Needed, man. How many strikes do you afford the person coming to ask you for advice and they never take it? Do you when do you switch off giving them advice? Because in, in your estimation, Oh, when mm, I when I'm giving them advice. Yeah, in your estimation, when they come to you, you've given them what? They're supposed to go and do. It could be once. It could be once. <laughs> so you're yeah, it could be once. Come to talk to me if it is you're not yeah. going to follow what I'm saying. Yeah, it could be once. Maybe twice. I don't know. For me, shame on me. Shame on you kind of thing. I hear that, right? <laughs> you get what I'm and saying? Some like... people say, no, you're supposed to be a friend all throughout. No, you're Even not. if it is that they don't. No, because if you're not going to listen to me, don't come. Don't waste my time. Don't come to me it's with your foolishness. Time, go to your right? other friends, man. Yeah. You know, why are you coming to me for? And make him go through all this shit mm. and get invested in your problems. And you're not even going to listen to me. Mm. No, I'm not doing this with you no more. But I don't even care anymore. 100%. Do you ever play that game where it is that you know full well that they're going to come and they're going to listen to you and then do the opposite? But just give them the opposite instead? <laughs> no, I ain't got time to do that. I that. That's helping. That's helping too much. That's helping too much. I ain't got time for okay, that. Okay. Is it, I, yeah, I'm the same. I, I have patience, but there's only so much. I'll be honest with you, I think three max. And that's, I can do three times. I'm really bad at letting people that I love crash and burn. Like, I feel like you have to learn for yourself. Like, I will let you walk off a cliff. The whole time I'm telling you, there's an edge there. Don't walk. Mm. Stop walking. Don't go. If you go, you're gonna fall. If they want to keep walking, I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna watch them. And then when they drop and go, oh, ciao. All right, not ciao. <laughs> With you saying ciao, is that you basically when they fall and they looking up at you, you're like, I'm I coming out with the first aid kit. Yeah, Are you okay. actually tell them I told you. Oh yeah, I'll be like. I, you know, I, I, yeah, I told you this. I don't, my sim, I don't have no sympathy. Why are you going down with the first aid kit? No. But this is not good. Then they're, they're not really your friend, are they? No, they are. Because they listen to me. They should have listened. Help, at least help them up. Or call the ambulance. I'll call the ambulance, yeah. Okay. But you got to learn. Did you see his face where you said help them up? Who's that? No, you got to learn. Oh, Lessons need to be that. learned. You got to live through things to learn. If I help you again, if I stop hey, this teaching moment, if I intervene, yeah. you not have. You haven't learned the lesson. You got to feel the yeah. pain from your actions. You have to. And then moving forward, hopefully. You don't do it again, or you take heed when I listen, when I talk in the future, or it's just a never-ending cycle. It's is just there, a story. Is there any any space for empathy, even even though they've shown you how human they are? Well, I'm only human, isn't it? So there could be some scenarios where they play out, and it's like, shit, this is. Even though I told you, whatever, this is still bad. And then I suppose I can because you might be kind of picturing your male friends in this particular scenario, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, looking to have empathy for them is a bit, mm, a bit dated. But 
with your female friends? Brother, they have all these different things to, to kind of factor in. Your hormones but I've done, it with, I've done it with female friends. I've done it with sisters. When girls come to me for advice, and you don't know the way I speak. You get what I'm trying to say? I'm very yeah, open, sure very do. candid. You get what I'm trying to say? I give you all the information yeah. you need. And I give it to them, and they don't listen, and they make stupid decisions, and they still get disrespected by men in these things. I don't have no sympathy or no empathy for that. You can't come back to me afterwards. I don't give a shit. Whether you're my sister, oh, well, he done this. I don't care what he done. After I told you, you bloody idiot. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, you bloody idiot. I don't give a, I, I don't give a flying fuck because you're going to go and do the same thing again in the future. So I've seen how this works. So I don't care. Mm. Yeah. I hear that, uh, Mugs. <clears throat> don't take my mm, as... But I hear what you're saying. Um, sometimes don't you as women yeah. um, kind of pay your friends uh, a disservice by mm. only telling them a certain bit of information. Um, mm. As in... Your man's doing a particular thing. You only bring the bad stuff to the um to your friend, and they don't have a whole picture of oh, yeah, the entire the of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then when it is that you now tell him, oh, he's done that, they immediately say, all right, do this. This that, is exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then when it is that you knowing the full picture, you don't go and do that. Your mm. friend's looking at you like a flipping bellend because you're not listening to what it is that um they've told you, but mm. you've only given them half the story. Yeah, that's the real thing. Why do you do that? <laughs> because you know what it is because basically. When I think, when you think about, if you when you go to someone for advice here, yeah, because you're in a place where you need that advice. If I need advice from you, and I'm telling you the bad thing, which I need advice for, when things are good, I'm not gonna tell you that oh, we had dinner together last night. Oh, we had this together. Like, there's a lot of good bits. Well, hopefully, there's a lot, there's more good bits than bad bits, right? So I can't come to you every time with good bits. So you come every time with bad bits. No, no, no. I come <laughs> to you for advice, and unfortunately, the advice is linked to the bad bits. So you only tell them the bad bits, yes. Because and then you ask advice, advice based on the bad bits, but you don't tell them anything about the good bits. So when here and there, but not when enough. When you stay now, they're looking at you wayward. Exactly, but I understand that. This is why with me, I don't tell people stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you can judge me because listen, my man, my man, I'm gonna sit beside him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> There's yeah. no shame in my game. Do you know what I mean? But this is what I always say as well. Th- this is okay. So when I when I tell people stuff, I try to cover all bases. Yeah. So this is not what he does regularly, one situation. But I also think with women, I think I believe that women tell their friends too much, and I really believe that breaks the home. You share too much because then how do what you it deal is as well. With, sorry to cut you. Yeah, how yeah, do you deal with? How do you deal with your friend then being in that relationship that you don't rate? Do you offer up your advice? Do you wait for them to come to it? Do, are you forceful with the trying to? Break up the relationship. What's what? Or I, I never try to break up anyone's relationship. No, okay, not break up. I'm saying that. Like, are you trying to like? That I'm making it. I'm not for this. It depends what it is. There's certain things that, if it's domestic violence, if it's like um, abuse, manipulation, I would never rate your man. I would never ever rate your man. You better not call me for a wedding speech because I'm going to say it in a wedding speech. That's kind of, I will make it known to you that I do not like this man. But if it's stuff like little arguments here and there, you have disagreements or whatever. I'll be honest. Each their own. Because at the end of the day, this is how I, this is how I see it, right? I've never, unless it's obviously it's a crazy situation, I've never actually, when my, man, my, my friends are having domestic with their guys, disagreements or whatever, I've never actually told any of my friends, leave the guy. Because I'm not going to be there with you when you're lonely at night or anything like that. Do you get me? And also, yeah. I am very aware that I do not have the full picture of people's situations. But also, I am that friend as well who is very, I'm a straight shooter. So when you come, sometimes, you know, you come, when I come to me for advice, thinking I'm going to be on your side, I let you know, no, you're moving very mad. Mm. Like there's times I've said to my friends, you're moving mad. You're gonna, this guy's gonna leave you. If you carry on stressing him like this, you're gonna, do you know what I mean? I'm very, very open with my, like I don't, 
I would never say anything to cuddle you or to make you feel. I'm very, very real okay. with you. No, he's using you. No, he probably he's got, he's got a wife. No, he's probably sleeping around. Like, or no, you are very insensitive. Why would you say that? Or don't you think? Look at his, his um, look at his perspective. Do yeah. you get what I mean? So I'm very, very honest with it. Have you got more friends like that around you than the other? Yes. All right. My friends tell me the truth as well. Okay. Like uh, my, uh, is I that what you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 When does it tell the truth? I think. No, but like they wouldn't. They don't. My friends don't side with me just because I'm their friend, basically. Okay. And that's the kind of friend I am. I'm not going to side with you just because you're my friend. Yeah, okay. I will see, I will try and understand why it is that that other person is doing what they're doing. Okay. That's, that's okay, let's try and develop this a bit more. Maybe we can see if we can even keep it around the relationship things. He's asking, what things would you say should matter to people, but you have seen from most people that they apparently do not care about it? Hmm. Have you got that? Let me go read that to you again. Yeah, please. What things would you say should matter to people, but you have seen that for most people, they apparently don't care about it? I can think of things like characteristics you should have, like something like that discipline. I feel like I feel like the people place values on something like discipline, something like actually being like an honest person. Just I feel like just life values and morals. I don't think people place that much weight on them anymore. That's true. Integrity and these kind of things. I yeah. guess in answering that question, it kind of exposes, I guess, my morality. Explain. <clears throat> well, if I then, if I answer your question by saying, what should matter to people is the red flags that they see in um, guys. Okay. Right? Yeah. If, I'm, if I'm using a girl as an example. I'm just projecting what my what your yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, might yeah. not be the threshold. Yeah, that's you I understand? heard that. And they might be like, nah, I'm good with that, and don't worry, I will handle that. So it's it's based on what I deem. So I'm, I'm projecting basically. Yeah, 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 I heard that. It's a tough one. When you said about when you said about that red flags, I started thinking. I'm thinking, but that's not obviously men and women. Yeah. They're, in, they're entwined from the beginning of the time. So that's the only options that they got. You know what I'm trying to say that? So ignoring those red flags and stuff might, like, I'm not, they might not have, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, they don't have no choice kind of thing because this is the pool that they do. Like, women must see, like, even just, women probably see things from men and stuff, yeah, like red flags and low and blah, 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 and you're supposed to care about it. But in the fact that they keep indulging and keep going, you can make you say, well, maybe they don't actually care about it because yeah. you still keep dealing with it. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm saying, this is all they got to to. To choose from, there's no, no other option. No, no. In 2023, I mean, there are more options now. Keep doing that. <laughs> Keep taking beats. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. I don't think I don't think red, I don't think red flags are um, something you need to basically live with. A hundred percent. And yes, it mm. might differ from person to person. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I don't think it needs to be something you have to basically deal with because it's different from different people. Um. You know what it is with red flags as well? We need to have an honest conversation about red flags. If a flag, if it really is red, yeah, basically what people think are red flags for them. Might be a red, red flag for somebody else. No, no, it's not a red flag for them because you tolerate it. Uh, so oh, okay. we need, I feel like people use red flags like, oh, that's a red flag, but when you look at your track record and when you look oh, at what okay. you do... Okay, so they just say it like it's a buzzword. It's like, yeah, oh, that's a red flag, but you love red flags. You love a red flag, so <laughs> it's, it's not red and it's not... That's green for green, you. Green, that's a goal. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah, certain yeah. red flags for me that's... It's absolutely no. There's nothing... There's nothing in this world that can make me tolerate that. But a lot of people do the whole, it's a red flag. Okay. 
Then they'll be like, oh yeah, but then I stayed to see how ready it really was. Girl. Give me yeah. an example. Because in certain circumstances, mm. as in physical abuse, domestic violence yeah. and whatnot, they could 100% see it as something that they don't want him to be doing. But because of how it is that they mm. are like locked into this particular relationship yeah. um, or manipulated or feel as though they can't uh, mm. do better elsewhere, they're like, okay, I will settle. It's still red for them. They don't want this to happen, but they believe they have no other option. Do you, do you, know, do you know I wouldn't then yeah. tell them, no, don't try to say it's red and you're still there. Do you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Okay, they feel stuck in this situation, you mean? But I don't think it's a red flag. Red because, flag. Okay, sorry. No, if they've got, no, but if they've got, if they've got, if it's that one situation, I can hear where you're coming from. But if they've got previous, like, did you and your fourth partner, yeah. and all the other three were like that, and then but you're still sitting there talking red flag. No, but, no, no, but you know what? Do that, is don't, do that, don't do that. Right. Don't do that because I don't think one leaves one relationship eventually, mm -hmm. right, and then goes and sees that familiar behavior. Let's just talk about domestic violence. He's attracted right? to that, right? They could possibly see the guy shouting at them um, like for no reason. Mm -hmm. um, they could possibly see him raising his hands when it is that he's talking to them, mm -hmm. right? So those could be signs, right? Mm -hmm. But they might ignore that and then get in a relationship. But do you know toxic behavior? Me, do you know some people are drawn to that? But don't tell me. Wait, wait. Let's let's focus on my point first before we go on to there because that's okay. a nuanced thing you've just said. If you're telling me that she sees that he beats up on women and then goes into the particular relationship, then I would say 100% she likes that. Yeah, but that's the thing. People no, do that. No, but you know people do that because they say that, no, that was her. That that's not him. That they don't see it as this is his character. They see it as that was their situation. No, but some people yeah, like that talk. Some people like women. Wait, before we go there, I know where you're going. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Well, explain what you're saying because I, I need to understand what I've just said just so, now. Yeah, so basically there's been situations where someone sees that as that was their story. That was him with her. That's what, that was a conflict that they had. So when they see that, when they know about a, a guy's, in this situation, a guy's um, past in terms of he's an abuser, they don't see um, an abuser. They see there was abuse in that relationship. So then they get in a relationship with that person and when then it then turns out that he's an abuser to them, now it's, he's an abuser. All right, so what you're saying is from the point of view of the woman now leaving a, a past relationship where there was domestic abuse mm. and they've now gone to another one. Yeah. Uh, if she sees or hears from the guy that, yes, this was, uh, I was in uh, a back and forth with my last yeah. missus, she basically sees it as the girl did something. For him to do that. A lot of, sadly, a lot of people see like that. Now, bear in mind, what I was responding to Marg's mm -hmm. um, um, point was she would choose to go to a new guy knowing yeah. full well that he fisticuff, fisticuff, fisticuff. Now, that I hear one what you're is, saying. That, that one is nuanced because with abuse and stuff, there's a lot of like manipulation. It's a lot of like mind control that happens with there. And I think it's, it's so complicated that I don't think that I don't think people who leave a domestic violence relationship, not everybody, is able to then recognize signs early again in the next one. But bear in mind, I, sometimes I was very specific with what I was saying. Yeah, if she knows, he's saying that um, that they choose this particular thing. Yeah? yeah, this is a type. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because not just women. There's men that and are like that, that as well. And that tells me that if you're saying that's her type, she is aware. 
that he does this particular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Beats on women. And she walks into a new relationship with him. She That's, might not know to the extent of what he does, but there will be certain vibes and things that you could pick up that you can see. This I, is a, This is why I said, let's actually... When you're saying what you're saying, I need to exactly know what it is that you're saying before I respond to your question. Okay. Uh, before you respond to your statement. Let's get into the toxic um, behavior now. You're saying that um, a lot of women like toxic behavior. Not just women, men as well. Some people uh, are drawn... Too. I've seen people in toxic me, couples me, that are drawn to it. Give me some it. treats. Like feistiness, argumentative... Some women, um, some, some women like to be, some women like to be put in their place and controlled and dominated. Yeah, mm-hmm. and obviously there's different spectrums. It's within, it's yeah. within reason. So everybody's different. You can go all the way to the end of the spectrum. Some women like to be properly dominated, like physically restrained yeah. and hit and stuff. They give you consent to do that. They yeah. tell you that's their thing. And there's a lot of guys they're, that are attracted to that as well. And you know they're, like, they're like a girl that they like. You know that you remember Tommy from like Love and Hip Hop, the one that was always arguing with a guy and then she would like jumped on him. Okay, and, like, yeah, yeah. They like that, like that chaos. So they some guys that. like chaos, yes? Yeah. Mags, do you like chaos? No, no, no. That's I, I, I stray far from that. I don't want what any... What type of chaos do you not like? I don't deal with... In fact, I any... can't deal with any girl that's going to be trying to get physical with me and trying to do all this stuff. People that are too spiteful, Loud. vindictive, oh, and just want to be horrible. I can't deal with none of that. I take myself out of those situations. I don't deal with none of that stuff. Like, none of it whatsoever. It's not safe for, At all. for, for me or... Uh, <laughs> it's not safe for nobody. All right, yeah. 100%. Now, what type of guys <laughs> like that kind of stuff? Egypt. There are that, men that like that. I've pro- been around my, guys that can't stop arguing with their guys and they mad. love it. They love it. Love it. It's, I need you mad. guys to give me some examples. Well, you'll start talking about pressure's business. What do you mean? What do you I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I want to have a, a discussion here. Do you understand? Mm, okay. and it's difficult to have a discussion so if it is that we don't place um, colour to these things that we're seeing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because okay. you might have a brethren who you always seen him arguing with his um, girl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You might also have another brethren who you always see him arguing with his, girl, with his girl, but he's not like the other brethren. Do you understand? So when you say some guys like that type of stuff that Mark just said he doesn't like, mm-hmm. is there a type of guy like that? I don't know, but I think both of them are the same. Mm-hmm. If, I've like, got, yeah, if I've got one yeah. friend, yeah, that indulges in it, he's always doing it, he looks like he enjoys it, yeah, and then there's another one, yeah, who pretends outwardly that he hates it and he can't stand this, but you're always it. doing it, yeah? You just are one of the same. You're just presenting differently. Like, you don't so, love this shit. Do because you want, if you, you really didn't like it, yeah, you wouldn't be there. So, all right. So it's the fact that they don't leave the relationship as to why you're saying that they like it. Yeah. Not that they are committed, as sometimes Emmanuel says, to the flipping union of no. the black couple. No, man. No, because every union, you, every you, union we, that's no talking you about is husband chaotic. and wife, or are we talking about just? I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about husband and wife. I'm talking about husband. I think husband and wife time. You should know where you're at. Like, yeah. Stop! 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 I don't brush over this. The same behavior displayed that you just talked about. Yeah. Have you ever seen it in a husband and wife? Yes. And for you to then say, he must love it, she must love it. Yes. Let's just let's go. I can't talk about his business, but don't I've seen talk, it. No, don't talk business. So I've seen, I've seen it in husband and wife. Because again, whatever it, however you are in a relationship is what will carry on to the marriages. So, would, so some people actually go the long way so and actually get married. So would you say that they both love that? I really believe they do. Ah. Uh. I feel like, you know, there's some situations where you're in and then you, for whatever reasons, for whatever complicated reasons, you can't leave, blah, blah. However, there are people, who, because you know what's mad? Whenever they, they're with someone who is peaceful, who is not chaotic, they don't know how to function in that. I don't know how, how I'm saying it doesn't sound victim blaming, but they don't know how to, like, they don't, 
Talk to me. They're not Talk. attracted to that. There's guys who are like, I'm, I'm attracted to feistiness. Mm. I'm like, this Toxic-ness. is what a toxic. Yeah, like, there's guys that are attracted to, to feistiness. Please I'm, stop just using toxic. Give us the traits because I actually want to discuss. She's saying feistiness, argumentative, rude, argumentative, rude, loud. Um, what else is there? Um, what's it called? Insecure. They love an insecure one. So <laughs> when you when I, when you miss my phone call. Why do you pick up? Da, 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 da. They they love stuff like that. Yes, there's some men yeah. that actually love that. You know, they like when the it. girls on you, obsessed, like on you, very rare. What are you doing? Who you with? Why aren't you calling me back? Why aren't you? Da, da, da. Some people love that because I think they think that's their love language. That yeah, shows that, 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 the person, that the person cares. And you deem that as toxic? No, I don't know what I hate that. I just that. asked you to just talk about toxic treats. I deem it as toxic. I will say that the fact that the girl is bit. Like, if you're obsessive, yeah, being obsessive is toxic. And you're controlling and you're insecure. I deem it as yeah, toxic that's a red flag. Because I've been with a guy who was like that, and I wasn't. And one day, that's the thing. One, because the joy out, the joy out. You know, one day I found myself shouting down my house. I said, <laughs> "What?" And that was the last day. Because I said, "Yeah, this is mad." How many people want to argue? He loved it. He, like you yeah. want to bring me to your left. You want to make me do what you like to do. I don't like to do this. I'm, I don't want to. I'm not doing this. Because I would never ever engage. Like he, he would like an argument. He would be like, "Oh, well, you missed my call. Where were you? Oh, who are you talking to? Oh, why are you just like that?" Oh, he loved all of that. And then, but I never ever gave into it. And then one day I actually found myself responding and I said, yeah. I saw my reflection in the mirror. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're saying that if it's a girl it. stays in a relationship with a guy that shows these, and you guys have used the word obsessive mm-hmm. and controlling traits, yeah. then she likes that. Yeah. I believe there is a, yes, there is a level to like, obviously not everybody. So she likes those red flags. That's what you're saying. I'm not, you're any, saying. In any situation where it's crossed, where the line's crossed over and it's borderline and then it's like they're being... Abuse and stuff, that's like, different. Or held against it. That's different. That's different. That's fine. And but so, in anyway, these situations, there are people who intentionally date this way. And you also said that it's that like type I'm in, of woman... <laughs> no, I, I need to press down on this. That type of woman, because sometimes mm-hmm. we can get lost in the in the, the extremists, obviously. Mm-hmm. That type of woman, yeah. when she moves on to a new relationship and mm-hmm. the man is peaceful and mm-hmm. he isn't controlling mm-hmm. and obsessive, mm-hmm. she can't function. And she'll start making problems in the relationship to... Yeah. to, to Get that. It goes, oh, it goes mind, two ways. Mind, men, can men also do this? Yes. Absolutely. All right, yes. cool. So Absolutely. whenever I mention a, a woman, please, anybody who's listening. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, understand that everybody in this room is applying it to both gen- well, genders. Yeah, 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 all yeah. genders. All genders. Yeah, but in that situation, okay, in that situation, it actually goes, it can go two ways. So you either don't know how to function in this, so you go back to what it is that you're used to, or you you realise that this is actually healthy. And so I need, I have things in myself I need to work on. And so I need to be able to function in this because this is actually how a relationship should be. So it's mad. It's actually it's so crazy. Is there uh, an exception to the rule where the girl isn't broken, mm. liking a little bit of uh, toughness, roughness? This, you you and you mentioned obsessive and controlling. Mm-hmm. You mentioned it. You 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 call it that. You call a trait that right? These yes. traits that. Is there except are there exceptions where nah this is not me broken I'm not broken here this is what I want this is what I need I can't handle anything else I would look at the peaceful man as a simp I don't That's know broken. because I think That's she's broken. broken in the sense of it doesn't have to be to the extremes in it so obsessive and controlling could be um, protective and thank you. No, so what I'm saying is so she could but like them traits but not to the extremes. She's saying she likes obsessive, obsessive and controlling. Is Trust then, obsessive is... What? What are you talking about? You, there's a thin you line. You said that women love that dominant thing. Some women do. 
no, some women love their own independence. Classified at the time when it, you said it, right, as a bad thing, as a broken, as a sign of a broken woman. You said it as a. This is innately. There's like, different levels to the spectrum. 100%. It depends. It depends. So it's Thank so you being dumb. It again. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're at the wild end of the spectrum and you want to be choke slammed and that, pro- then you're problem. broken. It's just something. There's trouble in there. Hella. Hella trouble in there. <laughs> Wait, there, let me move this on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. This is, this is ridiculous. But also, I was going to say, there's a thin line here between being like um, protective and caring and stuff and obsessive. It's a very thin line. Talk to me. Is it really thin? It's very, is trust it really? me. Trust well, me, a thin, thin line thin. between protective and obsessive? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why the line's thin. thin line. Because it could be perceived a certain way. Because so, someone yeah. could be doing it and thinking that they're towing the line, but they're doing too much because for someone. Th- you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, because you go from caring and, oh, he's caring... To oh, he's a bit clingy, and then he's obsessive. It's a very so you gotta have foresight. Told you, red flag for me. Obsessiveness you, is a red you, flag. No, no, don't you've you've said today that there are no such thing as red flags. I didn't say that. What did you say? I said. And I know you didn't say that. I just want you to basically go back to the statement that you made. But I know you didn't say that verbatim. Go on. Okay. Yeah. What I said was that um, I think that we we don't define red flags properly because things that people say are red flags, I don't really believe they're red flags for them because you don't leave. Because, I mean, like, yeah, it's not, it's not a red flag. I feel like a red flag is there to warn you or to let you know that, just to let you know about something. And so you can't tell me that something is a red flag. And you stay. And you stay in that. But for me, that's because red flags are things to avoid. If I'm getting to know a girl, So yeah. if you're not avoiding that and you're staying there... If I'm, if I'm getting to know a girl, yeah, and I see this big red flag waving, yeah, that's a red flag mm-hmm. for me. For me, my red. You got a moonwalk. I can't keep Literally. stepping. Because if I keep stepping, that, you're right. That wasn't really red. It was amber. And, like, that's, it was, that's, and that's what I was talking about, the obsessiveness. <laughs> you know because I've had a guy... Obsessiveness is not... It's a red flag for me, right? And I had a guy who started being clingy. I said, yeah. We're on our way there. And what did I do? Headed out. Because it's a red you, flag you, for me. You didn't... Well, honestly, you 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 even see the early stages of that particular thing as a red flag. You said you saw the signs, yeah, and you moved, you shifted. Yeah. You, you didn't get to where it is that um how red, uh, yeah, it was yeah, but it was a red flag anyway though. But I didn't wait to see how red. So the, red the signs really was. for you are red flags. Yeah, because they're they're letting me know. It's a warning. When I say signs, I'm not talking about the end of the journey. I'm just talking about wait. Familiar trait. I'm kind of seeing that. Yeah, because there. clinginess for me is a red flag. Obsessiveness is the extreme on this on the oh, on the on the basically. scale. Okay. Obsessiveness is then the extreme of clinginess. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. clinginess is already a red flag. Okay. So when I see the red flag, yeah. clinginess, some people like and clinging. that's something. Some people wait there. Yeah. And to see how red this can really get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by the time you've done that shift of yeah. your waiting, yeah, yeah. Now it's obsessiveness. Yeah. yeah but now everybody's different. Some people it's a red flag is, that you're not clinging. This is why I said. Yeah. This is why I said what and I for said. For me, it is. This is oh, if you're not clingy, it's a red flag. This is why yeah. I said what I said. <laughs> this is why I said what I said. You can call a, a, a clingy person um, red flags. Right? Yeah. And you're now looking at the girl who is fine with the clingy person mm-hmm. and saying, oh, that's not a red flag. And she was like, I never said it was a red flag. That's not my red flag. Yeah. But that's why I don't project my red flags on other people. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. How do you, how, then I don't understand, how do you ascertain? Like how do, how, do, yeah, I how ask, do you make that comment that you made? If it is that you don't project your red flags onto somebody else, because is it that you're just listening to them saying that's a, that was a red flag and you're like, but you stayed? No, I no, project no, no, my red no, flags no, on no. people. I think I pass my people all the time. Does I believe? 
I would tell him, man, I don't know what you're doing with this girl, man. How you? How come you like that? You like that? No, but some things are universal red flag. So something like abusiveness, whatever, that's a universal. That's on everybody's red flag. But something like clinginess, for example, if a, my friend is telling me, oh, yeah, he calls me like, you know, like 10 times a day, but she's saying it with happiness on her face, I can't then say, oh, I don't think he has a bit clingy. Well, how, that's how, my business. How, I don't understand how you can say that they're universal red flags. Yeah. Abuse is universal red flag. No, no, no. let me finish the sentence. Okay, go on, thank you. It's my bad. I, I took a pause because I want to get it right, right. How do you say, are those two... Identical socks. No, I don't think so, you know. I shouldn't even say that. No one see it. <laughs> because no, because when I was wearing it, I said, okay. Yeah, I clocked. Um, still, I was already in my car. Yeah, how can you say that they're universal red flags and then also say that, yeah. um, don't lie to me and tell me that's a red flag because you stayed? Because you tell me, people let me know what their red flags are. I don't, this is why I said, I don't project my red flags on somebody because everyone's got their own thing, right? However, when you when we're having conversations, you let me know from the conversations we're having what it is that you do not like, what it is a red flag for you, and that is then I, I then judge how red this. No, but really you is claim you. that it's not really a red for them because they say let's use domestic violence as okay. an example. Yeah, but I, I don't think domestic violence is a good example because of the manipulation that goes to people staying so, but in the situations. That's what not I've been telling you. That's what I've been trying to say. No, but a red you flag for me. It, you yeah. deem it as no. Don't tell me it's a red flag because you stayed. That's dangerous mm-hmm. because of the man- manipulation involved. No, but we did say up is, until the walk, like anything over the line is not what we're, we're, we're yeah. referring to. If that makes sense, anybody no, that's doing no. manipulation, abuse, like when it, and you're staying. That's, yeah, that's different. That's different. They're not talking about people. You say people that's doing it of their own free will. Remember, oh, they're saying so, there's different ends of the spectrum, innit? So you qualify that? My bad. I didn't think that you did. Yeah, my, I think we my did. Apologies. We definitely yeah, did. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. All right, my bad then. Right, cool. Forget everything I said. <laughs> anything else? Well, I don't know because we got into relationships. So there was nothing about that. Oh, so to be fair, one of the worst, I think all the worst <laughs> advice I've ever been given in my life, anyway, has been about relationships. Someone so once told me about um, growing to like to love a person. Okay, so, so have you proved someone? Have you proved someone wrong then about a person then? Wait, before you answer that question, explain. Uh, once I got advice from an elder. How do you hear what she said and not look to prove with her? I didn't hear what, so, what she said. I didn't hear it. Precisely. Like, that's, please. Why you're, that's why you're ahead. Produce. I said, I was once given advice to grow to love a person. Oh. That's all right to grow to love your partner. Oh, was you they like in an arranged marriage? No, they weren't. However, this is why I say that. This is why I say that with old time. You know, when people compare how dating is today mm. and how marriages are today to our parents and grandparents' time. This was their situation. That their situation was very different. They needed spouses and whatever else. And back then, there's just so many variables that was not in their favor. Okay. Do you get what I mean? They actually grew to love their partners. They got a lot of them. Some of them as well didn't. It was arranged marriage in a way of the woman didn't really get to have a say in that I pick him or I want this one. Or I, it's that the man picks you and you were grateful to be picked. What are you talking about? African culture? I don't know about African culture. culture. I can only speak about African culture. That's where so I'm from. So y'all had arranged marriages and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. You still do. Some people still do today. Serious? Yeah, absolutely. So in your in your tribe, y'all kind yeah. of practice that. How do y'all go about it? It depends. It depends. Um, some people still do today. They pick a wife for you. And they just pick a wife. Say, say that there's family. They, that's a that's a notable family. They come from good. Blah, I'd be blah, blah, so on that, you know. That. If I could yeah. find a family of good stock, and they got a daughter there of similar age, and I could, I'd make my son 
You get me? Yeah, I'm for the legacy people do thing, that. for the politics. If it's the part of the family power coming together, the dynamics. If it helps, I'll sell him off. You know. So you look to promote so the same type off. of thing that she said that like that was the worst advice ever. She never said it was the worst. No, um, I said the worst advice was going to love. Yes. Oh, exactly. Well, no, no. Well, if you got in an arranged marriage, that's good advice. No, it's, not. it's bad advice for you now. If you was in an arranged marriage, Esther, that would be great advice for you. It would be the only advice. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's it, it, it's, obvious, no like, it's obvious. Thank you, Captain Obvious. I have to. It's not an advice. because You better make it. It's right. what I have to do. It's what I have to do. It's the criteria of this marriage. Have you proved someone wrong in a relationship? But, or, not, like, or not even a relationship. Just like, have you proved someone wrong? Have people been telling you this ain't it? And then you persevered. And then afterwards they turned around and said, oh, he's cool. No, I've had the, I've had the opposite actually. Sorry, I've had people, I've said this ain't it. I've had people telling me you're being too picky, you're being too this and blah, blah. And I've said, nope, I'm doing what I'm doing. And I left it. And then when I then told them even more things, they were like, ah, yeah, man, you did the right thing. <laughs> I said, this is why you have to be, you have to be strong. So you kept like information me. from them? No, I didn't. He was withholding. I told, no, 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 I didn't. I, I promise you I didn't. I, everything, and that's what, that was what was mad for me. Because I said, everything I'm telling you now is exactly the same thing I told you then. But I don't know why, for whatever reason, I think people were too excited anyway. But for whatever reason, I think, and I also think it's projecting as well. They're project, I think people were projecting on me. Because they're like, oh, that's not enough to leave. That's not enough to, that's not enough to walk away. Yeah, but he's wanting to marry you. He's wanting this, he's wanting this. He's and the I said, same friends mm. you told me that you surround yourself with that are legit? Yeah, well, this was this was friends, family. It was like everybody. How come people kind of outsource? What do you mean? All this advice, like when you are when you had to they go to so many people for so advice. Many people. First of all, first of all, you at me next time. No, I'm not the camera. No, no, I didn't. So basically, this is the thing because I didn't go to people for advice. It was more like, oh, how's that going? I was like, oh, I think I'm going to end that. Oh, really? Why? How come? So it's conversations. Then I'm telling them why it is I'm going to end it. They're like, oh no, like you're being picky, you're this, da, 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 da. I don't think you should, blah, blah. Then now they're giving me advice that I didn't ask for. And then, because me, I took it to the Lord in prayer. And the Lord told me to leave. All right. How do you measure whether your sources should be trusted for the next piece of information you look to bring to them? You look at the circumstances. How do you mean? I think you just value the only as good as your last game, man. You judge them, ah, on, okay. you judge them on the advice that they gave you. <laughs> last time. Yeah. I, yeah. I look at your circumstances. I look at a lot of, there's a lot of things. Circumstances factors. meaning, are you dumb bad? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, don't project on me because you, you're out here single. We want me to be single with you. Yeah. I honestly do that. I promise you. When I'm with somebody, I'm thinking, uh, what's the so situation you in your life? So you apply your own reason to the reasoning? What? What do you like this Yeah, because no, you know what? Sometimes people tell you stuff. I don't know. Where's that coming from? All the, that we start talking about me but somehow the advice is no longer tailored to my situation. And I'm like, ah, oh, you're projecting. You're going for something, can't you? Uh, <laughs> hmm, you're going through it. Okay. The worst well, advice I've received was, was, was probably yesterday. What? Like, kill your dreams, nigga. <laughs> who told you that? <laughs> Dream, nigga. Who said that? I wonder who said that. <laughs> oh, it's us go back to <laughs> yesterday. Back. Uh, I thought it was something else, you know. That can't be the worst advice. Uh, it was, it was. No chance. Yeah, it's the most recent I remember. <laughs> no, I never gave you that. But if you, yeah, you, me, you that, you are so ridiculous. You get me because when you come and tell me that your dream is to be travel, white one travel, do a, a juggler in a flying circus, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you stop your foolishness. You get me? I'm gonna tell you to shut it down. I'm not gonna enable all this crap. <laughs> it's so it's interesting. I, I do, 
I, I seldom go to people for advice, but the people that do go um, to for advice, I kind of see them as just like reflections of me. Mm. Um, and they're, they're reasoned enough and logical enough to basically give me the right stare. Mm-hmm. And it could just be a confirmation as opposed to, no, it's, it's sometimes it's even um, the ability to get me to think mm. a, a little differently. Yeah. Um, uh, from a different um, perspective. perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always good. I appreciate that. And it's, it's not like they give me advice. They're helping me through to make my, my own. own decision. Yeah, I don't need advice from people. I just need information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah, how I like to get. I like information. Of, yeah. So if there's people that I respect, people that I think are smart, I yeah. I like to have conversations with them. Um, if I'm running through things, I need conversations with smart people. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Reason with me. That's yeah, reason. there's yeah, reason. Yeah, have yeah. a conversation, and then I can decipher it, and then I can make a decision. I don't necessarily need. Yeah. I don't necessarily need it. The advice ain't necessarily what should I do. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? It's yeah. this is the position I'm in. Mm. Just talk this through. Mm. Yeah, I really ask people what should I do. It's mm. more like, oh, this is what I'm dealing with. This yeah, it's just like this, 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 this is what's this going what, on right now. Let's hash, yeah. let's hash it out. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Kind of thing. I've always been more the advice on less the advice mm. Yeah, people always give advice. Really I give great advice. advice. Sur- surprisingly, believe it or not. No, I do believe it. You know? I give sensational advice sometimes. I can be a bit cold sometimes, but. Again, I've, I've done it. I don't it. think it's cold. I think you're, very, you're just very direct. I'm not a totally you so, no man. I've had I've had, I've had, man come to me, ask me for advice, and I've told them what to do, and they didn't do it. And then years later down the line, they're in a situation, mm. and I can't help but be like, I told, told you. you, man. Mm. Like, mm. I saw this. Mm. I'm a visionary. Like, I, 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 right. What else was going to happen? You need to listen to me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I hear all right, cool. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think we've got any more. I think we've done well. I think we did. E man's punching the screen because he's like, "This is not. This is not." <laughs> <E-man> is like, <laughs> <laughs> searching for the duck, frantically thinking. No, E man looking for the duck. He's thinking, "Where did they? Where am did I they, tripping? Am I tripping? Can I do about this shit? Where did they get E man, you know the rules, man. If you want it done your way, you gotta be here. E man, you done well, man. That was a great topic. That was, of the day. That was a great topic. <laughs> that was a good topic of the day. Let's get into our headlines. All right, guys, our next headline. Joe Biden is willing to work with political rivals, but they say he is unfit. Of course, he is like 85, isn't he? All right, so Joe Biden has vowed to work with political rivals in his latest State of the Union address. The U.S. president was speaking before Congress for the first time since Republicans took control of the House of Reps last month. While he acknowledged that America's democracy is bruised, Mr. Biden stressed it is unvowed and unbroken. The Democrats said there is no reason we can't work together in this new Congress and Americans crave unity. He added, the people sent us a clear message, fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. We've been sent here to finish the job. This annual speech gives the president an opportunity to set out their legislative priorities for the year ahead. Mr. Biden has appealed for bipartisan yeah, bipartisan efforts on cancer research, supporting veterans and beating the opioid and overdose epidemic. But some of his other proposals, such as minimum tax for billionaires, are unlikely to be passed by the current Congress. Our next headline is trigger warning. Um, police had already visited home of Epson College head of a domestic row who was killed by husband. So Emma Patterson, 45, who was age 45, was found dead alongside her seven-year-old daughter, Letty, and husband in the early hours of Sunday. George Patterson is believed to have shot the pair before killing himself. Seven years earlier, the BBC understands he reported a domestic assault to Surrey police. 
Mrs. Patterson was questioned by officers, but no further action was taken against her. Although Mr. Patterson's gun license had been recently updated and officers made contact with him about that, the force said neither he nor his wife were subject to an ongoing investigation. Since the shooting, tributes have poured in for Mrs. Patterson, who became the first female head, sorry, the first female head of the of the private Epsom College only five months ago, after six years as head teacher of Croydon High School in South London. One former colleague at Croydon, Cheryl Cheryl Giovanni, described her as adored and a real inspiration. Mrs. Patterson is understood to have called a relative sometime late on Saturday evening, but by the time the family member arrived, all three of them were dead. Police said an investigation was being carried out to establish the full chronology and circumstances of the incident. It's very sad. And then my next headline, trigger warning here again, is about Tyree Nichols and um, the cops taking photos of of his body. All right, guys, um, it's quite a long one, so follow me, right? <clears throat> one of the police officers who arrested and beat Tyree Nichols, who later died from his injuries, took photos of the unarmed victim and sent them to at least six people. Demetrius Haley, one of the five Memphis Police Department officers charged with murder for Nichols' death on January the 10th, stood over the victim's bloody body and took photos with his phone camera. Investigators say Haley texted those photos to at least six other people including two more police officers, a civilian employee of the police department and a female acquaintance. A total of 13 Memphis police officers could face disciplinary action, including the other officers fired and charged with murder. Tadarius Bean, Justin Smith, Desmond Mills Jr. and Emmett Martin III. Additionally, a sixth officer was fired and a seventh was relieved of duty. The incident was exposed in Tennessee Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission um, the certification letters signed by Memphis Police Commissioner um, Seralyn C.J. Davis, which will prevent any of the five officers from working in law enforcement enforcement again. The documents shed more light on what happened the night of Nichols' death and during the investigation immediately following the, following the incident. You exited the unmarked vehicle, stopped in an opposing traffic lane, and you forced the driver out of his vehicle while using loud profanity and wearing a black sweatshirt hoodie over your head. Haley's decertification letter reads, you never told the driver the purpose of the vehicle stop or that he was under arrest. The letter also says Haley was on active was on an active phone call with a non-officer while he was arresting Nichols. It continues, you and the other officers were captured on body-worn cameras making multiple unprofessional comments such as that motherfucker made me spray myself, laughing and bragging about your involvement. The documents also say Haley and the other officers lied when they told investigators that Nichols reached for Emmett Martin's service weapon. Audio from a body-worn body camera did not capture the driver using profanity or displaying any violent threats. According to the documents, only one of the charged officers, Justin Smith, provided an official, an official written statement. Smith told the investigators that he was supposed to be on desk duty that day and said that he was the only officer to call for medical treatment. Even though no one else re- requested medical tre- medical assistance, I immediately made a radio call that medical should be sent, Smith wrote. However, Smith also stated that the sub- suspect was violent and would not comply, which is easily proven false by the footage released by the Memphis Police Department. I'm just glad that there's actually like footage of this otherwise they would have gone away with this saying all sorts of nonsense 
But yeah, let's get into Word and Road. Alrighty, guys. So yesterday I told you guys about um, DDG and DDG on following Halle Bailey and allegedly people basically people thinking that they broke up because of all of that stuff. And basically, he actually tweeted as well. He he tweeted the night before. He said, "All these girls the same, ain't no way." So he unfollowed her, tweeted that, and then obviously that's why people were speculating that you know they broke up and whatever. And then also people were speculating that she cheated. Which is wild. I mean, it's not wild. Women cheat. Men underestimate how much women cheat. But, you know, <laughs> it's wild for them. Crazy. But anyways, um, yeah, so there was all of that speculation going on. But I did tell you guys, so I, I, listen, I take, I do, I do what I do for a reason, okay? I told you guys this man is trying to get 2 million followers on on Twitter. I told you guys. So basically, yesterday, um, he actually tweeted and he said, no, <laughs> he says, um, Someone tweeted, yeah, DDG being a corny rich guy for a long time. Don't know why everybody's surprised. Then he quote tweeted and said, this is the proper way to call me corny. Don't forget about the bag. Salute, my brother. Then someone else said, bro's trolling on Twitter to distract from his broken heart. Then he said, chill, bro. Then he came and said, niggas take life too serious. We all gonna die at some point anyway. Let's try to have fun while we're here. And he went on to say as well, nobody cheated, by the way. So just stop. With a, let's all focus on our relationships. So basically, I'm just I'm reporting on this just to let you guys know that a black woman, a black queen, did not cheat on that man. Um, whether they're broken up or not, no one knows. And basically, um, Chloe and Halle have like other siblings, and one of the sisters, the older sister, she basically like did something on a story talking about like don't try to insinuate that my sister cheated. Like that's not her character, basically. And then she said, then she came back and said she spoke to um Halle, and everything's all right. So she was like, my bad. I did too much. So whether they're together or not, we don't actually know. Um, I guess if anything happens, I'll let you guys know about that. So that happens. And also in really beautiful, good, wholesome news, Naturi Norton is expecting her first baby with her lovely, beautiful husband. And I just absolutely love that. So Naturi is, um, she's from 3OW. And she's also Tasha from Power. And also on a show called Queens, which has got, who else is got, I know he's got Eve in there. And he's got... Is it Jada? It's was Tasha in 3LW? Yeah. She's Little Kim as well, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't know she was in 3LW. I didn't yeah, quite. they used to bully her. They threw um, chicken at her. Is it? Yeah, they used to bully her really bad. Which oh. bit the chicken? Keely was the one who... Basically, the one that told us. The one that was getting trained. The one with the... Yeah, she was getting trained around her, innit? Yeah, she said she talks too much, you know. She actually she, openly she, said that she said everybody in beauty games. She's old in her shit, man. She's sharp, man. Which bit of the chicken? <laughs> the wing in it. Yeah. I don't know, Brent. Oh, okay. I don't. I, you know, I thought you said explain the chicken as an explain the situation. No, I said which you just said which, which part you wanted to know if it was a drumstick or yeah. thigh. What's your favorite part of a chicken? Side breast. Mm. Side breast. Mm-hmm. Side breast actually slaps. Why? Yeah. It's not dry and it's just it's, it's just, just nice. I don't, it's meaty. Side breast is not dry. It's drier no. than the that drumsticks and fires and that. You think so? But what it's just it? but it's not like bone it's, dry. It's not because bone dry though. It's decent, man. I like the breast breast. Rib. It's not. Yeah, the breast breast is brazy. That's dry. <laughs> order like, you order, a, order a breast piece. You need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in hard bread. It's you need a drink after that one. 
That's what I'm saying. The side breast is not as dry. I like side breast, man. That's my bag. So side breast is when it is that you buy like chicken and chips and stuff. You, uh, you want the side breast or you... Yeah, and I say like a KFC joint or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I get a side like breast a and, piece a, of chicken. and a leg. Yeah. But if it's like cooked chicken, I like a thigh. Like thighs. I love a thigh. I thighs yesterday. Mm. Yeah, okay. Oh, wait, I added you and you deactivated your Instagram, innit? That's why. Oh, did you? I, it's back no, on now. Was it back? I just haven't um, logged in. I'll go back on there. See how many DMs I got. I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, she was telling people exclusively that she's expect, they're expecting their first baby together. Like, I, when I tell you, yeah, I just love love so much. Like, please, can they see this on my camera? Look at that. Oh, the chocolate goodness of it all. Who is these people? Tasha and her husband. Oh, okay. Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I love black love so much, man. I like Tasha anyway. Yeah, she's good vibes. Um, but yeah, she said, I'm looking forward to seeing this baby's cute little face and how it will be the perfect blend between my husband and me. My daughter is especially happy to be getting a younger sibling. So I'm excited to share this joy as a family. And she said she's very grateful. And she's still on, she's still on a high from their wedding in April. Their wedding was beautiful. Oh, that was a good wedding. She said, when I found out I was shooting a movie and still on a high for my wedding, so it felt like the perfect way to start a new chapter with my hubby. I wrapped my two pregnancy tests in pretty tissue paper and put it in a cute little gift bag <laughs> and told him I had a belated birthday gift for him. It was a special, it was such a special moment. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. She said, there's so much to learn about this time around and we look forward to bonding in a new way and actually applying our wedding vows on this journey to parenthood. And um, she said, even through the many challenges that can occur with pregnancy, we want to push ourselves to be the best partners and the best parents we can be. She looks absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous in her um, maternity shoots. It's on her Instagram. Go and check it out. But yeah, she put it up there and she says, um, Naturi plus two. And she says, my forever God, I thank you. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. So yeah, congratulations to Naturi and wishing her a great and safe pregnancy. And also another mother who is raising a king is Amber Rose. So her son with um her son with Wiz Khalifa, Sebastian. Basically, she said she was basically had a she was on a podcast recently. She was talking about how she lets her son know about her only her kids know about her OnlyFans and the fact that she was a stripper. So she has those healthy conversations with them. She said it's important to do so because. She said, your son, by the time he's he's five, is going to start Googling you and seeing everything. And she said, I had a whole conversation with him about it. I said that whoever told him... Oh, but yeah, so let me tell you what happened. Basically, right, someone at his school brought up that his mum's on OnlyFans. And she basically said to him that she told him everything about her OnlyFans and what she's done, blah, blah, blah. And she said that she told him that whoever it was that told him that, that the, per the kid's parents are very ignorant because obviously he would have gotten from the parents... And then she said, actually, the guy as well was um, saying stuff to, like, Sebastian or whatever. And he said, and this, listen, a young king, he said that, he told his friends, you can't say that. You have to let women do what she wants with her body. That's not cool. You can't do that. I think that's lit. Go raise your kids right, man. And she said it, it really made, it made her emotional. And she's like, she's just, she's glad she's instilled the right values in her son from birth. Which is absolutely beautiful. I think it's a good thing that she talks to them about that. Because at the end of the day, celebrity kids live a different life. But also, kids be, kids be knowing stuff, man. Kids be Googling stuff. 
So yeah, I think it's it's a good way to raise your kids, to be honest with them in that way. And so yeah, and he's defending his mum's honour, which I absolutely love. So this is about you guys go, Michael Jackson. And apparently his estates, right, is putting up half of his music catalogue on sale. And it is worth 800, between 800 and 900 million dollars. Now, I don't know much about Michael Jackson, right? But from what people are saying online is that this was something that he would not have wanted. This was something when he was alive, he made sure that he never did. And he actually helped other people because he bought other people's catalogs for them to then gift it to them, it to them for free. <clears throat> so now that they're doing this in his death, this is very distasteful. But also, what is the science behind selling... Someone passed, someone's passed away. You're selling the estate for 800 to 900 million dollars. Who is getting this money, please? Whoever, who, oh, who, whoever's in control of his estate. So they're basically, they need money and they're basically selling the man's work to get money. Mm. That's mad. Yeah, whoever he left it to. you got to put that in your will. I leave in my estate, but you cannot sell my stuff. I mean, you know what? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he's done it. If someone if it's gonna if that sale is gonna benefit whoever he left it to, it's within their rights to do whatever they want with the music. The music's timeless; it's not going nowhere. He's dead. It doesn't matter whether he owns it or not. So, do you think that people link up when they get to um, when they die? Because when you die and you sold my shit, when you get up here or down there, <laughs> we need to talk. I think he left it to his people. That's part of him having an estate. Yeah, but if he was if when he was alive, he didn't want to sell it. And he did everything as well. He, he made a point not to sell it. And then he even bought other artists' um, catalogs back from the people that took it from them to give it to gift it to them for free. If you leave this something so to important. me, if you leave something to me, that's of value. Yeah? It's of value to you, yeah. And yeah. obviously it's important to you, yeah. Regardless of what sentimental value is there, but monetary, there's value, yeah? yeah. If you leave it to me, yeah, that means you want me to have that value, yeah. I'm not saying that you want me to sell it or whatever, yeah, but you want me to have it. It's valuable to you, it's worth something, you mm -hmm. want me to have it. Yeah. yeah. So if you pass, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm in a position where I need something and I have something of value, yeah? Yeah. I'm not disrespecting you if I get rid of it because what you you wanted me to have the value to be to, to use. So it, now yeah. I'm using it to benefit me. How am I disrespecting you? This is what you wanted. But you know people do the whole like, it's not what they would have wanted. Yeah, but you can't live with dead people. I tell people all the time, once they're gone, they're gone. I mean, you know how I feel about dead people, but... Um, like, I, it sounds cool, I'm um, honouring this and doing that in this name and rah, rah, rah. You can't let people that's not here affect you in the living where you're stepping now. Also, whilst he was alive, I believe that he did sell some of his stuff. Did he? I believe he did. I don't really? know. Whilst he was alive, I believe 100%. I mean, let me just double check this. Because if, if it's worth happen. this, then why was how much debt was that man in? Because why was he going to do all them tours that he, his body couldn't allow him to? Well, he weren't in debt. I think they're saying that there's the conspiracy is that they killed him. They owed him pure money. If Sony paid him what they what what, what they rightfully had for him, because remember he owns he owns people's music and shut as well, like royalties and all this kind of stuff. So the money that they had for him, if they actually paid it, would have been yeah, but it didn't been him. ridiculous. But they didn't pay him, so he was he was broke. Oh, fair play. Jamie, didn't he? Own the rights to um, half of nearly half of Sony's artists, yeah, and or something stupid like Beatles that. Beatles as well, Beatles, yeah. He so bought the he, Beatles catalog, I, I believe he sold. He bought the Beatles catalog, yeah, man. I don't yeah. know. I mean, to be fair, the man is dead, so it is what it is, isn't it? But there's just been a lot of uproar online. Um, people saying that there's just because I don't know, because obviously, with, with Michael, yeah, you've had the conversation about you know him being, I guess, used and. 
you know, like he, he was kind of used in a way, Jim, in terms of like his um his career and being a young child star and all that kind of stuff. So it just feels it's a bit distasteful because like even when he's dead, you're still profiting off him. I don't know. I think his estate should be allowed to profit off him because he uh, established that estate whilst he was alive, right? I guess. Mm-hmm. That was the reason for it. Whilst mm. it is, I am here, I'm going to do what I'm doing legacy-wise. Whilst mm. I'm gone, I trust you guys. I entrust you all to basically do whatever it is that you'll need to do. Whilst, Yeah, that's why yeah. I placed you in a particular position. Yeah, I'm not here, man. Sell it, man. Get that money, man. Yeah. yeah. But I guess we'll... Any Michael will know what happens when um, they all link up. Yeah. Later, in, I won't in, be there to in, in put that. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry. I said in heaven. That's where a lot of the kids will be. If you okay, don't think Michael Jackson in right, heaven, you are crazy. Done. What? If you don't think Michael Jackson in heaven, you are crazy. If you don't die yeah, and you don't ones. see Michael Jackson, know you're in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> don't you Facts. dare for I facts. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> If we actually don't have facts much yet, that'll be that. That'll be ridiculous. Oh my goodness. All right. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, guess who's wilding again? Brent's friend, man. Jay Prince is still doing the most, Brent. He's still doing the most. He would appreciate that, Horn. That's why you guys are friends. So, basically, right, I told you guys yesterday that Jay Prince basically called out Offset, talking about, oh, Offset was on a stage with Quick. Um, take. Mm, 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 mm. Quavo to do the whole takeoff tribute because he and Quavo ain't good and also they weren't even in a good place. He and offset he and takeoff went offset and takeoff went in a good place when takeoff died, blah blah. Just talking all the talking that he's talking. And offset obviously responded and said, first of all, you mind your business, you don't know me from anywhere. Stay in your lane. Also, um, that's so disrespectful for you to be bringing up takeoff. You're not thinking about the family. You're selfish. You're blah, blah, all that kind of stuff they were talking about. Well, Mr. J Prince came back again with his... He put out a voice note, right? Not really a voice note. It's a video, right? It's just a video with text, with a caption. And it's just... he sound. It sounded like a speech. It sounded like... Like it was like an undiscovered MLK speech that was just really... It was just ridiculous. <laughs> you didn't need to do all that. You, sir, you didn't need to do all that. You didn't need to do any of that. But anyways, I listened to it. I listened to it for the good of what I do here. And he basically just said that um, he can't believe Offset is talking about you don't know me when I've been doing favors for you. He said, when you got your ass beat in Atlanta, who was there for you? Who did you run to to help you? When Cardi did something, Cardi had a performance in LA and apparently she said something and which is going to be an issue. And then he said, who was there to help you with that? That was me, nigga bitch. That's <laughs> what he said. So he said, don't you dare sit there to about you don't know me when I've been rescuing you from ass whoopings and all sorts. And I said, furthermore, I have been in contact with Takeoff's mum. I've been in contact with the family. I've been there. I've been doing this, that, and the other. Shut up. He said, the family didn't fuck with you no more. They didn't before Takeoff passed away. And they still don't, even after he's gone. And basically, you're an outsider and you are a snake in the grass. You are a snake. That's what he said. And Offset said, Street nigger turned police. Never need you for no smoke. You the police, all mouth with no proof, just fairy tales. 
Let this be the last time we speak on this. And of course, you know, Queen Barty had to enter the chat. Because you know, what you're not going to do is talk about her husband. Cardi's moving as a wife, you know. Don't talk about my man. My man, my man, I'm going to stick beside him. So basically, um, what's it called? She basically tweeted lies in, cap in caps lock, right? And then someone said, you, you be set tripping and forgot J Prince had to help you feel safe in LA. Where's the lie? She said, never. Tell him to show receipts. Only people that was there was Wack and Big U. Why would he call? Why would he be called for anything involving Crips? Whole bunch of fairy tales. And then Wack 100 actually came out and said, yeah, co-signing what Cardi said. He said, Cardi tells no lies. He said, at J Prince, had nothing to do with that weekend or that issue. Shit was different, different back then between me and the other individual. It was a simple round table, uh, understanding he cleared, you know, people can't just spell and stuff like that. Um, cleared the way on his side and myself and the Bompton um, homies cleared it on our side. On top of that, without mentioning names, her management team was my brother and Offset was with me long before he met the bozo. And he said, hashtag stop lying. And I also read somewhere that that weekend as well, that um, basically Wack made sure Cardi was protected the entire weekend. She had like, apparently like 100 members of the Crips with her um, to protect her and whatever. So basically, they're basically saying that this guy, J Prince, is lying. Brent, do you think your friend is lying? Uh, he's, he always lies. Yeah, it's mad. I just mean, like, he's just, he's, he's a liar. 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 Yeah, I don't know why he's doing all the things he's doing. No one really cares, if we're being honest. Um, just let people grieve. Um, whatever it is, whatever falling out they had, at the end of the day, it must be bad for Offset anyway. Like, to fall out with someone, to, to be, for someone to pass away while you're not in good terms is not good anyway. Even when you're in good terms with the person, it's not fun. How much more when you were on bad terms? And, yeah, it's just annoying. And basically, people were also talking about Quavo and, like, how they feel like Quavo is the issue and the problem and how Quavo can just tell J Prince, listen, stop this, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that would be the case. Also, J Prince said that he did apologise to Quavo for the situation in terms of what happened, what happened, the issues that happened that led to Takeoff's passing and he also apologised to the family and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Next one is about Love is Blind. Love is Blind is coming to the UK. Did you guys ever watch Love is, Love is Blind when it came out? Love is is that where they talk to each other through the wolf? Through the pod. With the, uh, the, I see the one with the black man. Yeah. And then he married to the tingle and he told her that he, he's... Um, bisexual. Yeah, she went crazy. And then she created, and she created um, Beyonce. That was the most cringy moment. Like, I, ew. Ew. I can't think about it too much. That was funny though. That was she said, watch my fat ass this boy as I bounce to the next dick. I was like, ew. No one says that. You don't quote Beyonce in real life. <laughs> but anyways, Love is Band is coming to the UK, the first one. Um, and basically, if you want to apply, I might apply for bands, you know. But yeah, so basically, um Netflix, I think it's Netflix UK. They posted it up. Guys, go and check it out. Um, if you want to apply for it, you might as well. I looked at the application. So basically, you have to put a picture, put a selfie up. Put a full body picture because you know about the trick then. Mm. Um, and then they ask you some questions like, why do you want love? Why do you think that you're single? What are you looking for in a partner? What are three things that you're attracted to? Um, yeah, basically like that. Just those kind of questions. It's not hard questions, not, not long. And then you do a 30 second video about why it is that you would like to find love. 
Should I audition? I think you should. What if I got... <laughs> Guess what? You're on annual leave from here. Oh, God. Let us know. Could you imagine? That'd be lit. That was crazy. So I'd have to get married? You know, you don't have to. You can leave her at the if you want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to go through with it. Okay, you yeah, let, me, let me apply. Let me apply. I'm going to apply for it. Apply. Are you going to apply too? I'm going to apply for it, yeah. We should both apply. I think we're lit. You're, <laughs> I think you're, you're so lit. You're applying Brent? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fair play. Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, man, if you guys want to try it out, you might as well. You might as well. I think the I think it closes in June, I believe. But obviously, if it's like overwhelming and response, they might close it beforehand. But guys and girls, get supplying. And then the last one um, is an update on the racist attack on that young black girl that we spoke about um, yesterday in the headlines. So basically, so far, there have been five arrests. Um, Sorry, police have actually spoken out and confirmed that they've made five arrests. Um, And it's also, what I love as well, is that the charges have the word racially in them. So they're not shying away from the fact that this was a racial, racial attack. So they said we have arrested five people in total. Four suspects were arrested on suspicion of attempted racially aggravated GBH. One of these suspects and an, and an additional male have been arrested on suspicion of child neglect and encouraging an offence to be committed. Um, so I'm glad. I'm, I just hope that this girl, wherever she is, that she actually feels love from the community. I know that um, the guy that you mentioned yesterday, Ima mentioned yesterday, he he is going to um he they did a march basically the people did actually not march oh, but they respect. were actually yeah that's it they were actually at the place yesterday at the school grounds Raspek had the bulletproof vest on so you know Listen, he had the camo on I said this man's not here to play Mm-mm. and I love that because I listened to part of his speech and he's basically said that he said it's important for us to be here boots on ground so it lets he says he sends a message to not just this community but anywhere else that what you will not do is play with our black children. You will not play with them. And I absolutely love that. And let them know, he said, it lets them know that, because he said, there's this perception that when things like this happen, when mad things happen to black people, all we do is have outrage online. All we do is be in the comment section saying, oh yeah, this is horrible. But he was like, when we when we show up, it lets, it lets them know that we, we, we've got more in us. There's and a few people out there, isn't it? It was a lot, it's like 200 people. Is it? Yeah. Go on people then, man. I love it. Was anyone from the chat there? Kevin? Kevin, and he's outside, boots on the ground. Boots on the ground, man, it's needed. It looked like it was getting, um, it looked like it was getting um, heated out there. Because you know when the people are like, um, what do we want? Like, I love it. I've never I've never had one of those experiences. I might do one of them these days. Oh, you never um, protest, no. protest before? No. Did you go outside with BLM? No. Fucking hell. Poor Floyd. I was branching in my, in my garden. <laughs> you said poor Floyd? Sorry, don't. Why did you highlight that for, man? <laughs> Just keep... hey. I, how did I highlight it? By... She did. Uh, Why do you call me Brent? <laughs> um, no, do you know what it is? Actually, I'm not going to just about myself to anybody. I didn't. <laughs> Fight me. Anyway, so basically, also, people are basically, like we told you guys with the um, petition yesterday, people are basically saying that the, the head teacher needs to get fired. If you watch the video, and you might not want to because it is distressing, but, you know, that might fuel some rage within you which you can use to good use, put to good use. But basically in the video, you, the head teacher is actually there and he's just casually like, just there. Just casually there, taking his time to try to break anything up or whatever. So basically people are calling for the man to be fired. 
And then, so someone put a picture up and said, this is Richard Beeson, that's the man's name, the head teacher who stood by and did nothing. And then some guy came up and said, I get it, but you lot are attacking the wrong person yet again. And then Dave, as in Santan Dave, he said, are you on crack? Chalo. And then the guy said, don't talk like that, David. You're a calculated brother. We're bringing attention to a school and hundreds of other um, students unnecessarily. We should be pressuring, pressurizing. We should be pressuring police to make arrests. Getting a man fired for something he has no involvement in is rash. David said, don't call me David. Are you drunk? I will slap you in your face the moment I see you, you fucking meek. Then he goes on to, then this is what Dave goes on to say. He says, the police have already made arrests, you fucking idiot. Guys like you, he said the N-word, like you make me sick. You're campaigning for a man that barely tried to intervene when a girl was being attacked. The one time I see you in real life, you was completely different. Behave. I will slap your face mad hard, bro. <laughs> Do you know how funny it is so you're going to slap someone's face mad hard? I was crying, this way. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, at the end of the day, it is what, like, you can't tell people... You can't police people's annoyance at the situation. You can't police people's outrage. At this point, everyone needs to get fired. Everybody. Because with the, the thing with schools as well, because they should do it more this, this day and age than they did in back in my day, is that they have them teachers that stand outside the school gates just to make sure, you know, everyone gets leaves the school grounds properly and there's no situation. All of this fight was happening right outside the school grounds. Were teachers there watching anyway? <sighs> That's what I'm saying. So that if, whatever teacher was on duty as well needs to get fired. Everybody, wrap them up. Everybody get fired. But um, yeah, hopefully, you know, this babe can get justice. I love the fact that in the charges, the word racially is in there. I absolutely love that because it needs, it is, it was a racially motivated attack. But yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the update on, you know, the progression of all of this and big up everyone who showed up and showed out for this young queen yesterday. The guy's name? Oh, um, Raspek. Raspek. Big up Raspek as well. It's like respect, but Ras. Is he Jamaican? Oh, okay. Yeah, bigger respect um, for doing something that's amazing for the community. And yeah, I've seen a lot of people speaking out about it as well, which is amazing. So I'm hoping that this gets in the right places and people are jailed for good time. But yeah, guys, that is it for today. Let's get into Woke a Joke. Already, already, already. Why are people talking about people doing done? Oh, I know. All right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll catch up with that later. Um, so work a joke, right? I'm only just following me on this one. Basically, right? <clears throat> what would you guys say if there was a professor who, uh, basically a professor suggested, right? Brain dead women should be kept alive and used as surrogates. <laughs> I know. Mm? I know. It's mad. So, but should, should brain dead people be left alone? Or should we, should they, should, should we as a society make use of them? The silence is deafening. What, for organs? No, that's basically. That's not what they're talking said, about, because I think they did that anyway. No. Not that they did that anyway, but obviously. Need permission. So, no, no, but if people are signed up on the, if they're on the organ they're donor and they're opting in their brain dead, they'll, Use as a surrogate. So should brain dead can should brain dead women? No, a professor's actually said 
she didn't ask. She said, as a matter of fact, brain dead women should be used, should be kept alive and used as surrogates. She suggested this, made a suggestion. Isn't it better than the pods? What pods? The pods are creating babies. Remember when Emmanuel talked about oh, incubation? Yeah. yeah. You say it's better than the pods? What, brain dead person? Nah, that's inhumane, man. You think you think that's more humane than pods? Yeah, it's not inhumane because they're dead. Yes. It's inhumane. It's not, they're dead. Sorry, you keep repeating yourself. I need to explain that. In, it is, how is it not inhumane because they're dead? Because they're dead. I need you, to, you need to give me more than this, Margs. Because if you don't use them for anything, they're gone anyway. There's nothing inhumane you can do to them because they're not here. They're gone. They're done. There's inhumane things you can do to dead bodies. They wouldn't know. They're done. If you... Okay. I'm sorry. Trigger warning, right? You know those people that like have sex with dead people? Yeah. You don't think that's inhumane? For the person that's alive. There's a psychopath. But it's still... In, you're abusing someone's body though. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying there's no consequence. It should be. The consequences for the person that's alive. If they get in trouble or something like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... But it's still it, an act of inhumaneness. It's still, uh, it's still an act of inhumanity. There's not... The humanity's gone from them. They're not a person. They're not... The soul, the spirit, everything's gone. They're gone. So if you didn't do that, yeah, if you didn't use them as incubators yeah. anyway, yeah, your option is either keep them breathing on the machine and there's still nothing there or let them go and they're How gone. are we defining inhumane? Because inhumane is... I, I could be wrong. How are we defining it? Let's, let's I, could, I could be wrong. Don't I get me twisted. That is what inhumane means. It's your opinion. How yeah. can you be wrong? Huh? It's your opinion. How can you be wrong? That's no, true. Fair enough. Okay, so inhumane means without compassion for misery or suffering. Cruel. There's no suffering. They're not suffering. They're gone. Yeah, your brain dead. You're gone. It's still an abuse though of the body. I'm just saying there's no suffering. So do you think that they should be able to opt in to be incubators? They should be able to opt in. Mm. Yeah, I think you can maybe give them a choice. Like um like a like like a donor thing. Give if, them a choice. Oh yeah, like if, a you opt in, if you're opting in to basically give you organs, I do believe that people would look to opt in to be a, a womb. Yeah, that would be fair. Just make them tick a box, like a like, like a organ donor thing. Okay, so could this be a way for them to be useful and make money for themselves and their loved ones? For their loved ones, yes. Yeah, they're no longer there. No, oh what, you want to monetize it and use them? I'm not giving my body for free. That's different. No, so wait, what now? Now, now it's in human. No, Someone in my family's brain dead, and I've got them locked up in a room, incubating, having babies, and I'm making money off it. Residual income. No, that's that's crazy to see. Residual this is, income. That's different. That's different. That's crazy. How what you... now? That's in human. What? I know you're wilding. Profit. So <laughs> from profit, where you draw the line is where money's involved. I mean, it's a non-profit organization. Then I don't know where we're coming from. You get what I'm trying to say? Profit. <laughs> if it's charitable work. If it's charitable work. Profit. Your gal hit her head. Brain dead. You got her lock up in the black of the room. <laughs> having babies and making money. Are you so sick? I can't believe that's what I can't believe that's what you think is sick. Okay, I don't know. I must be. Like, crazy. Let me, read, let me read this chat for a second. I must be crazy. <laughs> let me see. <laughs> that's wild to me. It's wild either way. It's wild to me. Period. All right. Let me see because I don't think. So I, I say if if they are the same type of individuals that will give their organs, I don't know if it is I should reserve any care for them also saying, Hey, have my womb. Where yeah. if you're looking to say chop me up. Where's it where's your line? Yeah. But then the yeah. thing is though, no, but they're brain dead, but they're kept alive for the sole purpose of this. Yeah. When you when you give your organs, you're dead. 
Yeah, so well, your you, brain dead. So you are the distinction between dead and alive is what you're saying. If they're brain dead, they're still alive. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but and they the, are. The article says keep them alive. Right? Yeah, for the purpose of this. Yeah, but so when you say keep them alive, it means that if you remove this particular persistence, then they're, they're, dead. Dead. they're dead. Yeah, yeah. they can't. They're completely useless. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I said like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well. Okay. So what then? And then any negative? I mean, do you guys think there's any negatives or positives? Sound sounds like there's only positives in this room. Uh, isn't it whether it's walk or a joke? Well, I'm oh, really, is it a real I'm, thing? I'm really the doc. It says, I think what it's are the negatives? I think it's woke. I think they're looking at it. I think it's... Okay, it says, what are the negatives? Would this reduce the amount of carers allowance they get from the government? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't like you, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Seeing um, as they're earning an income, would there be a stigma? Would women even opt for this type of, surrog- of surrogacy? Is it feasible? Or do you think... And you guys definitely don't think it's crazy, do you? You think it's crazy? I think they're thinking about it. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's something under real consideration. I don't think it's just plucked out of the sky. I think it's something that they're thinking about. If they're considering them pods, if they're considering them pods where you can grow babies mm-hmm. from from scratch in the pod, and you can take someone that's died's organs, then I think you can use someone's someone's reproductive system to to, to as a surrogate for a baby if that's what they're on. If they, if they give their yeah, permission, yeah. If, if they give their permission while they're alive. I'll be honest though, because I, I, when I saw this article, right, I thought this was mad. So I screenshot it, sent it to him and whatever. But now that we're actually getting into it, I'm just like, mm, do you know what? It's actually, yeah. It's, I guess it's kind of like organ donation. And I guess if you do opt in for it, then it's nice. The, obviously, the only problem I'll have is if we're not keeping every brain dead person alive because for this sole purpose. Do you get what I mean? No, I think That's it'd mad. be like the um, like the donor thing. I think it should, I think it, if, if it's a thing, it should be something that people can opt into. Because again, I think just because you're brain dead or whatever, I think you should still have a choice of how your body's being used, which yeah. everybody does. If you don't agree to, for them to take your organs, they can't take them. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So I just think it's as, as, mu- as weird and as mad as it might sound. I think as long as people agree to it, then then it is what it is. If it's possible and it's feasible, if anybody's agreeing, then, then yeah, why not? I don't know. I think it's... Yeah. It's a work joke. You think it's work? Yeah. Brent, what's your verdict? I think that... This is oh, an article empty. that exists, and I do believe that they are looking into this. It is an article that exists, Brent. That's what that's what I'm getting all my information from. Oh, sorry. Am I responding to a stupid question? What did you ask? No, no, because you said I think there is an article, like, and I'm like, yeah, no, it definitely is. So what did you ask me? You said there's a work or joke. I said, is it, what's, oh, what's your verdict? I think... Sorry, what am I what am I responding to? Are you Whether distracted by my beauty today? I am distracted. Whether it's a real thing or not, do you think it's a good thing or do you think it's foolishness? If you think it's foolishness and they shouldn't do it, then it's a joke thing. Or if, if it's if How it's, are we explaining the rules of his show to him? Or if it's if it's something feasible as potential there, get a start. It's woke. The benefits. What are the benefits? A kid. What do you mean? A child. Ah. A yes, womb. There could be a benefit. I've not seen it. Right? <laughs> so if the, there's a woman that's alive, right? She has to go through some discomfort in order to have this child, right? She's kind of, um, she's out of the game for nine months. Mm. She can't do this, that, and the next. So productivity-wise, have that as a surrogate. This thing that can't move and isn't doing anything else for society other than being that. 100%, I think that's a good thing. Plus, it will, it would have a lot of rich people looking at that option as opposed to get any emotion, emotions involved with this one who might change their mind and say, uh, I know I signed a contract, but now I've had this in my belly. I want this. Do you mm. understand? And these 
rich parents or these whoever paid for the particular surrogacy, they might more than likely feel that this is theirs more than the one that's walking around still. Do you understand? Mm. So I think it could be a good idea for certain individuals. Okay. But basically, the feminists are upset by it because they're basically saying, which I get to be honest, they're saying that the prospect of using the unconscious woman's body filled and used by others as a vessel is a vivid illustration of what just of just what feminists have fought against for many years. Um, yeah, it, I can't. It is a bit weird though to just use someone's body for that, but I don't know, man. I think I, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote with joke. I'm gonna vote with joke. I think that there's a lot. There's not. I don't understand why people keep wanting to have. There's enough kids in this world, you know. Like, it's not really taken to extremes. Yeah. I'm personally going to vote joke. So it's it's not weird. Necessary. It's not necessary, man. It's just, yeah. But I wonder, but I'd, I'd... Are we that desperate for children in this world? I don't yeah. think it's desperate for children. I think it's for... I think it's... um. Because I'm, no, I'm thinking about the economy, though. They're thinking about helping. Ain't it more about? I don't know. Ain't it more about for the people that can't? Those who can't. Just that can't do it. I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about the economy. Yeah, but there's probably not. There's probably there's the number of surrogates. There's probably more people that want babies than there are willing, supply and demand. willing surrogates, isn't it? So there's you probably a bigger demand than there is supply. Yeah, I'm guessing there's like a waiting list in these things and mm. all of these things. You know what I'm trying to say? There's probably way more people in life that want that than that are being prepared to offer that service. For the right money, I'll do it. You know. Huh? For the right money, I'll do it. There you go. A million pounds. A million? What do you think I'm going to go through? To carry the baby? Yeah. It's not easy. Baby's not worth a million. How much is a baby worth? How bad do you want it? Uh, E-man, <laughs> draw out the deck for the next topic. How much is a, how much is a baby worth? <laughs> One million pounds. You might just have a little topical day about that. <laughs> we'll get cancer so bad. <laughs> no. How bad do you want it? Because some people want like, some people want it badly. They give up anything for it. 50 grand. 50 grand? Sounds about right That's for a cheap. baby. Huh? That's cheap labor. That's a lot of money. That's cheap labor. My body's going to change, you know? You know how much it's going to cost me I'm afterwards? Gonna, I'm going to waddle in here every day. I'm going to have to... In between my sentences on word and road, I'm going to have to keep going to the toilet because I keep I'm going to spend 50 on the baby, but I'm going to be spending money in perpetuity. Because <laughs> I'm going to spend 50 on the get what I'm saying? No, but I would want to be a surrogate for like a very, very rich family. So I can't okay, go that Okay, okay. Yeah, so if they got the bag, then they can I'm break going for your... a if I'm gonna do it, it has to be worth the money. You have to pay me enough for me to be on six months annual leave from TDA because I'm traveling the world with all that money. You have to do it under the table. I don't think you're allowed to get paid to do it. Kevin said you're not allowed. You're not allowed to pay. They're not allowed to pay you. That's stupid, isn't it? So you cannot be paid in the UK to be a surrogate. So you have to do it under the table. Oh, absolutely. Black market. Also, it's tax free million. <laughs> you're trying to come up. So you don't want a womb? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get in on this. <laughs> ay ay ay. <laughs> you sure you don't want to move? That's cold. All right, all right. So I guess the works have it. Oh, the jokes. So yeah, the works have it. Let's get Always to money in it. Man said it could provide a lower cost surrogacy for those who can't afford the high price. Guess who said that? Given. Eman, of course it is. Man, the economics man. <laughs> you know, Eman is for the people, man. Eman is for the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's wild, man. But I guess we'll see if it, we'll see if it does become a thing. That'd be so interesting if it actually does become a thing. 
But I wouldn't want the first, I wouldn't want the first trial baby there. Because how do we know? Do you get what I mean? There's stuff that has to happen. Mm. It's like the pod babies. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Yes, it's stodgy. Oof, yikes. All right, let's get into our next headlines. Okay. So, the former MP found guilty of fraudulent expenses claim. Of course, I feel like they all do this. So, a former MP who submitted fake expense claims for £24,000 to fund his cocaine habit has been convicted of fraud. Jared O'Mara, who represented Sheffield Hallam um, from 2017 to 2019, was thousands of pounds in debt to a young, to, no, to a young, to a drug dealer, the trial at Leeds Crown Court was told. He submitted fraudulent invoices to the Independent Parliamentary Standards Authority, IPSA, the body which regulates MPs' business costs and pay. Omara was found guilty at trial of six counts of fraud and cleared of two. The court heard Omara, 41, made four claims to IPSA for a total of £19,400 for services he said he had been provided by a fictitious organisation called Confident About Autism South Yorkshire. It was creative. First, um, no. Prosecutors said the former politician had used the postcode of a McDonald's restaurant in the city as the company's business address. He was also found guilty of trying to claim £4,650 for services he said his chief of staff, Gareth Arnold, had provided to him. All the invoices were rejected by IPSA due to a lack of detail about the work carried out, the jury was told. Omara was elected to Parliament for Labour in June 2017, unseating former Deputy Prime Minister Nick Clegg, but quit the party the following year and became an independent after he was suspended by the party over comments he'd posted online before becoming an, M- an MP. Co-defendant Arnold 30 was found guilty of three counts of fraud relating to the bogus autism organisation and not guilty of three other fraud charges. It's crazy. Speaking of courts, we'll take you to Nigeria. Nigeria's Supreme Court suspends Friday deadline to stop the use of old Naira banknotes. Nigeria's Supreme Court has temporarily suspended Friday's deadline to stop using old banknotes, which had caused a crash crisis in the country. Banks have not been releasing enough of the new Naira notes, leading to desperate and chaotic scenes as people try to get their hands on them. There were fights at ATMs, protests and mob attacks on commercial banks. The chaos led to concern that it could affect this month's elections as many Nigerians do not have bank accounts. The head of the election commission said some election service providers will need to be paid in cash, but that could, be, but that could prove to be difficult. A spokesperson for the presidential campaign of Bola Tinubu, um, running for the ruling APC, Welcome the Supreme Court ruling. Our people have suffered greatly due to the incompetence of officials, said Ajuri Ngelala. Mr. Ngelale added that the purpose behind the policy was laudable, but that the lack of cash caused a rightful frustration resulting in civil unrest. Mr. Tinubu had alleged that powerful forces were intentionally making cash scarce in order to thwart his chance of victory. Atuku Abubakar of the main opposition PDP backed the policy in principle but said it had been implemented poorly. While Peter Obi of the Labour Party urged Nigerians to be patient, 
saying the reforms would have long-term benefits. Some observers have pointed out that the lack of access to cash might make it more difficult for candidates to bribe voters, which is a common practice in the country. There was relief in Lagos at the Supreme Court decision, at the Supreme Court's decision, which is good. That was so unrealistic anyway. I knew, I knew about that and I thought, that's so dumb. You can't bring in new notes and then expect people in the space of a month to just clear it out in the dilation, especially Nigerian as a nation. Anyway. These people are so rude. Who? Balenciaga. What are you? They just announced a multi-year partnership with the National Children's Alliance. Oh. <laughs> I hear that. They're trying to cover the tracks. I heard them. Okay. They're trying to cover the tracks. Mm. I mean, I don't know why they did that anyway. No one cares. People stopped. <laughs> they didn't stop people been, people yeah, been they, wearing Balenciaga. They want access. Direct access. <laughs> to the children. Yeah. Some, some of them kids up here would do Right do in plain sight. Breezing as hell. It's crazy. That's yeah. imaginary. All right, our last headline in this, oh, last headline for today. Um, African, nation, African nations send aid to earthquake zone. Algeria, Egypt, and Tunisia are among African Union countries that have sent aid and technical assistance. <laughs> to the Turkish Syrian border. <laughs> Kenya, do you know what there is a big thing for us? Because I raised, I said, oh, y'all got it like that? Um, Big up Africans doing that. Kenya has committed to sending aid and called on trained medical workers to volunteer their services. Africa's largest non-governmental humanitarian organization, Gift of the Givers, has also dispatched teams of rescue workers and equipment to help the huge international rescue effort. effort. At the time of this article being published, more than 11,000 people in southern Turkey and northern Syria have been killed in the 7.8 magnitude quake with officials quoting 8,574 deaths in Turkey and 2,660 people confirmed dead in Syria. Updated figures estimated at least 12,000 have died. That is super, super sad. Sad, sad news. But yeah, let's get into the reaction. Let's do it. Not much to react to. Um, yesterday was a quiet day. Sunderland lost um, 3-2 to Fulham in the FA Cup. Fourth round replay. What a shame. Mm. And um, United dropped points to Leeds at home. But we call it drop points or not? Yeah, we dropped points. Rescued a uh, draw or something? Savage a draw? Rescued a point? Yeah. No, we dropped points. You know how I feel about home. Leeds you know how a, I feel Leeds about... a good team though. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're shit. No, they're not. The last three times they come to Old Trafford or something like that, we put about 15 goals past them. They're trash. Yeah, but you're, you're on a rebuild. Huh? You're on a rebuild. Got that new was manager a... bunks. They ain't got no new manager bunks. You have. Yeah, but they should, they, they ain't got no manager. You have. How have we got a new manager bounce? He's been there six months. Get a new manager so, bunks. So big bunks. Nah, man. Bad, 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 um, bad result. Bad performance. I didn't even felt like I needed to watch that game yesterday. I thought it was a foregone conclusion. I, yeah, I didn't expect it either. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that we was going to beat them. Yeah. I thought it was going to beat them home and away and get yeah. six points normal. But um, bad performance from the team, man. To a man, not impressed with any of them. I don't, like the gaffer, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say we lost that because Rashford was on the right because I just don't think that's a good, that's, that's a stupid excuse. We would have been better. We had no threat before the game kicked off. We had no real threat. You know what I'm trying to say? Only yeah. person playing in their proper position was only threat we had in his proper position was probably Bruno. 
But it was just a bad performance, all in all. Maybe you missed Casemiro. I'd, even that, I don't think that could be down to Casemiro not being there. It weren't like we was under the cosh and we needed some kind of thing. I, that, that whole performance, Casemiro's not a good enough excuse for me. That can't be because of, because of Casemiro. Casemiro weren't there in the second half when they scored two goals. You know what I'm trying to say? Just a bad performance, man. But it happens. It does. It happens. Happens to the best of them, man. Told you, told you, man, we're not in a title race, man. I told you, man. Just, no, you said you're taking it one day at a time. Well, today, we ain't in it. <laughs> <laughs> you get me? So, Leeds. Okay. Oh, no, actually, is Leicester in between that? Is Leicester in between it? No, we got Leeds on Sunday. I'm really sure it's double, double header. Yeah, we've got Leeds Sunday. Okay. Ellen Road. Mm. You expect to win? Well, I expected to win yesterday. So. I hope you'll win. I hope we win too. I hope we win too. Who you got on the weekend? We have... Evan. Have we? No, why did I say Evan? City, no? Is it the City game? Isn't City our next game or is it... Oh, you had Everton. You lost to Everton. Sorry. That's why. That's why. My bad. Let me see. Uh, It might be City then. (laughs) Who they got got on the weekend, boys? Yeah, please let me know in the chat. Um, Manchester Sabitzer looking meaty. He's not overrated. He hasn't kicked a ball from before. Brentford, that's it. Oh, Thank Brentford. You very much, um, Reggie. There you go, Brentford. I knew it. Brentford. Yeah, that's Brentford you're at home, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you beat them. Yeah, Sabitzer ain't kicked the ball from like a week before the um World Cup, and he looked like he hasn't kicked the ball in in a few months. You get me? A bit rusty, mm. but I don't think even one of my brothers I was having this conversation with about not to not to that. His performance wasn't good, but I don't think it's worth singling out because mm. everybody was to a man. I just think they were all trash. Mm. What's sweet? What's sweet in you over there? I'll see off it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, to a man, I just think they were trash. So there you go. But we look forward to the weekend's football. Have we got anything to talk about here? Well, this is a big story, but we're not going to read it because nobody cares about Damar Hamlin. But. We are happy that he's able to make a surprise appearance at the Super Bowl. I mean, during Super Bowl week. Because obviously, remember, he collapsed. He had a cardiac arrest on the pitch. I think he played for the... Is it Buffalo Bills? Yeah. The Buffalo Bill player. Yeah, I but... I know all about that. Huh? Oh, is that baseball? Um, American football. NFL. Ah, okay. Mm, again. But yeah, so he nearly died, but he didn't. Now he's alive. Now he's about doing stuff. And they want you to know. Again, maybe that was for Stacey and... Um, Shayla. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we're done. Let's get into Dana here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm going to make this one like the outro. It is definitely short and sweet. We've got a call back here in the name of progress and an update. And I told you I would forward. So this one's just short and sweet. Just, just to let you know that God's out here working. And people are not just getting away with doing whatever they want. Remember them two jackasses that um, strangled a woman in her yard in um, in North London and was TikToking, gyrating yeah. their waist and thing. Mm. They've been, they are down. They have been found guilty, and yep, they used the, just the full strength for the law. They have got life sentences. So I just want you to remember. These man, do you remember the brother in the red body warmer we showed you he was gyrating his waist? Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Egypt, these two craffies, they're gone. 
they're going to get a minimum of 35 years behind bars. So you know what? Justice has been served. These fools are off the road. Murder ain't cool. Don't do stupid plans. If you learn anything from this, it's just please keep your foolish plans and your foolish ideas to yourself. Remember what we were talking about before about getting good advice and bad advice? Mm. Phone your friends. Mm. Hit me. Talk to your friends. When you got a stupid plan, throw it around. Throw it around the room. Mm. Hit me. Just try a thing. Yeah. See what they say. And then just make a um, concerted decision from there, man. But yeah, these men are gone. So I just wanted to let you know because we're coming to the end of the week and it's not a big thing. But I said I was going to I said I was gonna um, let you know after them. They're out of here. Life sentences. They're done. And that is the end of today's show. Let's get into our outro. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Great timing, guys. Um, thank you for you know, always tuning in. We appreciate you guys. You guys know the drill. Please like the video as well. Subscribe to the channel and kindly share. Oh my God. What? I didn't speak about Durant leaving the Brooklyn Nets. Is that in the... Reaction. Is it... It, wasn't in the, it wasn't in the doc. Oh, okay. But that's something that should come up. Why is that important? Because Durant's one of the best NBA players alive. Walking the streets. Is he going to the team that your favourite is going to? No, 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 no. They, they split up. So... Do you follow Durant like how you follow the other guy? What was his name? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. No, I don't. I don't. Follow so you that. don't really care where he goes. No, but was, this is a big move. He's gone to he's gone to the Phoenix Suns. They probably made them probably they might be the best team in the West now. Like that's a big. Serious. He's there with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Yeah. He better bring that ring home. There's okay. something. There's, 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 there's something to be said about that. That was a big. That was a big move. The West is stacked now. Okay. A lot of talent over there. Okay. You get me? It was a big move. That had big implications mm. in the NBA. I think even Russell Westbrook's left. The Lakers as well. I think Lakers got a trade done. I think Jandro Russell's gone to the. Um, I was up at six o'clock in the morning, mm. looking at looking at um, my NBA correspondent. Think yeah, like are you awake? Yeah. I was like, of course I'm awake. I got work soon. Yeah. I'm just going through it, but yeah. Why is that funny? It's just the little details that just make me chuckle. But never mind. You yeah. won't understand it, but it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. That was big business. But what we will do is. I'll run through. I'll look and see because I think the trade deadline is today at um, three pm. Yeah, yeah. So after today's trade deadline, okay, tomorrow we can talk. The, okay. We can talk all the trades. Cool, cool. All right. Sorry, Esther. I'll show. It's all right, babes. Right. So guys, like the video, subscribe to the channel, um, share this video as well. Appreciate it, and also follow us on our social media platforms. The day after TNB, um, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, you can send voice notes and texts in to zero seven five six four eight. Four one zero seven three. If you've got any dilemmas in there, asking for a friend, sis, what would you do? Throw them in there. Um, if you want to inquire about the show or feature on the show, the email address is the day after at thenewblack.com. We'll see you guys on Mark's Day. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>